is episode 275 of Nerd's Eye View for the 10th of May. I thought that was like a big important thing, but then I realized, oh, you're just saying the date. Yeah, it's just a date. Yeah. yeah. It's not really that important. The important part is 275. Yeah. 275. That's oh, like a... Oh, my goodness. Three quarters to three. And it's, it's corresponding with a event movie. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. What are we going to do for 300? I mean, we definitely Did planned... Did you look on the calendar no, when that's going to come out? No, we planned 275 when right. three... Three, four, five years ago, mm-hmm. whenever the hell this podcast started. I know, before I looked we'd ahead. even met or became yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to get this guy, Jordan. Yeah. And he's going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to review uh, the next Marvel movie. He had a vision yeah. of a movie with the vision in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Good one believed times. me. Yeah. yeah. No one believed. <laughs> but the truth is out there. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. I'm Matt. Welcome, everybody. To my uh, Windchime Island. <laughs> we are reviewing Captain America Civil War. Mm. Uh, that's going to be a big one. Are we going to have a discussion? Yeah, of course. Nah, this okay. one, we'll probably skip it. See, this one needs so, a huge <laughs> we did We did one show without a discussion yeah. and just talked the whole time, and it felt so good. Because <laughs> well, it was Jungle Book. It felt so good. What? I haven't seen it. I can't help you. But you haven't seen the original either. No, it's true. What? So it doesn't even matter. I haven't seen any version of (laughs) it. There's a tender moment happening. There's a lot of Disney. You're hurting my heart, (laughs) Benson. You're hurting my heart. Yeah. I think it might be also because it's starting to take effect. Okay, the drugs. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Uh, But before that, we're going to have our top 10. We're going to have our new releases. Then we're going to have our baseline review of the movie. If you haven't seen it, you can stick around for that. We're going to talk it all out. We're going to tell you if you should see it or not, uh, how we each feel about that anyway. And then we'll have our promotions and guess the ending. And then at the very end of the show, after the the audio plays out, after we've got our little bloopers or funny bits that will be in there. Much like Marvel... If you stick after the credits, you, you, you get a little something yeah, more. you get a little something, and this something might be pretty beefy. And it might be longer than the actual episode? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what you're talking I about I hope right this now. episode is the not discussion. as long as oh, okay. our, our review of Beavis Doge, because that, oh, that episode that was, crazy. was huge. Yeah. That was... We had wow. Kevin go down every scientific problem with that film. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We went through the whole movie. And it started with yeah. nukes. And well, it ended with, I don't even know. I and mean, what's the fucking point <laughs> with doing I, that? I, I talk to people and I go, hey, you should check out the show. Don't listen to that episode because <laughs> it's too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not already on board, it's going to be too much for you. Yeah. But uh, but it ended up being good. Hopefully this one won't be this long. But first, let's do the top ten. Okay. This segment that always stresses me out when I'm on the show. Yeah, one thing you have to say. Works. Count me down. Number 10. Beavis Doge. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as number nine. Richard and Clunk. Uh, who work for number eight. The boss. And like to frequent, frequent number seven. Barbershop. The next cut. Which is not located in the places known as number six. Zootopia. But you might find number five there. Keanu. Uh, except when he's being hunted by number four. The Huntsman. Winter's War. Hopefully you can visit on number three. Mother's Day. Oh, and read number two. The Jungle Book. Bef- I don't know. Before you embark on number one. Captain America. Civil War. So it didn't make the 200 million mark, like we guessed. Close, though. Very close. Very close. Yeah. And it made uh, 13 million more than Beavis Doge on his opening weekend. 
Mm-hmm. So it's That's already surprising. it's already That's coming surprising. out of the park. Uh, my other prediction of Zootopia making more than Beavis Doge mm-hmm. has come true because Beavis Doge is number ten. Zootopia is still number six, making more money. So well, it's and actually the total. surpassed in four weeks. Well, that's what I mean. Is yeah, that, yeah. Like Beavis Doge had been making more money, mm-hmm. but because the drop off is so extreme, now Zootopia is mm-hmm. making more money than Beavis Doge. But yeah, domestically. In, in four weeks, Zootopia made more money than uh, Beavis Doge in seven. Yep. Good for Zootopia. Yeah, it deserves it. It's yeah, a good movie. It really does. That's, That's a good movie. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I was hoping that like something like Hardcore Henry would pop back up. I know. But nah. Beavis Doge is just too clutching. many bees in the world. <laughs> Beavis Doge is just clutching. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Too many sick people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? Jungle Book's number two still. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the most recent kids movie. You know, family film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother's Day got a big old kick up because of Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people a lot of who took their moms to go see Mother's Day. Our our own Derek Armijo went motherless though. Yeah, well, because he sees everything. Yeah, yeah. what? He oh, sees he sees everything. everything. Yeah. I didn't know what you were trying to say in that, so I was like, "Is he?" The what? syllables ran together. Yeah. Interestingly Sometimes enough, I speak in cursive. Is what I do. <laughs> I, I connect it, to the syllables. It that makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is really beautiful. Thank you. You know, it's a lost art. Thank you. Um, and these numbers compared to last week, we were right. Two hundred thirty-two compared to the ninety-seven of last week. People were saving their money. Either that, or they just didn't see the point. Yeah, there was no point last week. <laughs> let's no point. let's be real. Look, we're the only people who go to movies, right? Yeah. Because we have movie pass. Pretty much. I was talking with friends. As have you brought to you by movie pass. <laughs> I was talking with friends last night of like, yeah, I love films. And, you know, we, we talk about it on the show in different ways, talking about this show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and one of my friends said, uh, I don't know how you do that. Uh, because I went to four movies last week. Yeah. Uh, through the wonderful serendipity of just having theaters that are playing movies right after the one that I'm watching. Yeah. And, uh, and, they were just flabbergasted. They just, I think people just don't know how to sit still anymore. You know, yeah. in this modern age of, of having everything in your pocket and, and always moving and the fast pace of life, like I really love going into a dark theater and just giving myself over to an experience like this. And I think we all love that. I think that's, that's something we all share. Yeah. So mm-hmm. watch movies. This episode brought to you by movies. Movies. <laughs> movies. The letter M. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so yeah, there's there's some stuff. Let's just get right into those new releases. <clears throat> Coming out on DVD and Blu-ray um, this week time, uh, we have uh, Deadpool. Which came out on episode 263. We reviewed yeah, it. We reviewed it then. X gave it to you. Yeah. <laughs> You've done saw it. I did. Yeah. Not a fan. It's I say it's just all right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I really liked it because I like dumb fun. Mm-hmm. And it is just dumb fun. I'll take my dumb from from <laughs> the Fast and the Furious boys. Oh yeah, oh, I love yeah. them. I love them too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I somehow think though I'm still the most excited person here out of the three of us for Fast Eight. How, that's that, not. That's absolutely not true. How dare you? I was getting excited about Charlie Theron, and you were telling me to calm down. He bleeds. Calm down because you, we already true. knew that like a month ago. I forgot. <laughs> but see, so that is that re-excited. is also a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. He forgot something and remembered it. Well, because I was, it, I was so helpful for help, helpful for Hel, Helen help. Mirren. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Sharon's, it's, yeah, Charlie Theron's good. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah. be a good time. Fate is what they'll call the film. I hope. I hope they do that. This movie's gonna be a fun time. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 oh yeah, oh yeah. Then we have 
a film called Regression. That's starring Ethan Hawke and Emma Watson. Ooh. And it looked good. I was reading the description. I was like, hey, did the, did we miss this? Is or, she the I, Emma that's Hermione? Yeah. I always mix up the Emmas. With Emma Thompson. Stone? And Stone. And Stone. You mix, you mix up the Stone in there? Uh, all the Emmas. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't mix the Stone up in there. That was a real popular name for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's because they're around the same age. Stone yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, okay, okay. Like for a good three years, everyone was like, Emma's a real good name. Yeah. But yeah, this this film is a kind of like a looks like a murder mystery type deal set in the nineties. Oh. Uh, I think that's in your wheelhouse. Sure. I think I think Ethan <laughs> Hawke is uh, he he likes to try his hand at really interesting films. Mm-hmm. So going through his like IMDb, you can find some really crazy movies in there that may or may not be good. Yeah. But I like I like. Checking out his films. There was that one he did uh, with the time travel. Prestidigitation, but not that. <laughs> Predestination. Predestination. If it was Prestidigitation, that'd that, be something else. That's going to be the sequel where that, he gives him time travel for mag- sleight of hand magic. <laughs> that looked like just a run-of-the-mill time travel movie that ended up being something that tackled huge, crazy issues of just stuff you would never think that you could tackle in a movie of, of that genre. Yeah. And... Man, he he goes for it, dude. He he picks scripts that are mm-hmm. really interesting. So, uh, I'm gonna check this out. For this sure. film also features David Thewlis. Oh, the great Lupin slash Knox Harrington himself. <laughs> uh, then we have on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, it's the newest of Michael Moore's documentaries. Where to invade next? Do you feel like uh, he's lost some of his uh, juice? I feel like this one wasn't nearly as talked about as some of his previous ones. Uh, well, I think this one's less based on like a controversial subject or yeah. event. Yeah. And so that just automatically makes it less talked about. When was the last time he made a big splash? I'm going to say Sicko. But I was going to say whatever came before Sicko. Wow, not, you're not even going to give him Sicko. No, Sicko, I think, was a... I mean, <laughs> I was going to use a real phrase here. It was a real fart in the wind. It was really... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sicko was something that I think should have been talked about way more. And, oh, wait, uh, didn't Capitalism a Love Story get some some buzz, too? Was that... I, pre- think that was pr- I think that was after Sicko. Okay, yeah, see, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah he's losing it. He's losing it because it's not... They're not so much topical anymore. Mm. Where to invade next actually looks really good. Right. <laughs> Although, uh, for my money, I'm more into uh, uh, Mr. Uh, I Ate McDonald's and, and it made me not feel well. Well, you know, I can't say any bad words about him now that he's involved with a project what? I care about. Yeah. Where, well, where he just to... produced the Pistol Shrimps documentary. Yeah. I remember the trailer for Where to Invade Next and that mm. looked really interesting because mm-hmm. it, was, it was a big discussion around, like, how does the rest of the world see us? Yeah. And uh, I think that's something a lot of Americans should know way more about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then on DVD only, we have a film called Hot Pot. Oh, that sounds very exciting to me. Features Anthony Anderson sure. and Donald Faison. Sure it does. Uh, and it's basically... Faison, I believe. Well, he, I hope he phases on. Nope, I'm done. Bye. could be wrong. I retire Don't from podcasts. <laughs> uh, this looks like kind of an update of Weird Science. That's interesting. Except instead of making it, they just find the sex robot. Okay. That's all. That's all I got. I'm less interested now. <laughs> uh, and I believe it also features the 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 young young kid from uh, from the intern. Do you remember that young guy? Which one? The youngest one. Who I did lived, not. Who oh, the intern. The intern. Not the internship. No. Which is what I my first. No, the intern. Was. The classic Robert De Niro. Yeah. Film. I, I do the. He's like if you took the. 
I'm going to be super insulting to this guy, I guess. I guess that's the choice my brain made. He's like, if you took the worst parts of T.J. Miller and Josh Gad and smushed them into one person. <laughs> Sorry. That's about Sorry. right. That actor no, didn't about deserve right. that. I've only seen him in one film. I like film. that actor, though. I, <laughs> but... Uh, sorry, I apologize if you're listening. Whatever your name is, <laughs> that's the best apology. I'm sorry to whoever you are. Whoever you are. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, new on Blu-ray, we have the little girl who lives down the lane. It's a uh, Jodie Foster uh, when she was young. It's long enough that I thought these two. This was one long title. <laughs> these two movies. Yeah, we'll combine that with the next title, Solar Babies. Yeah. <laughs> A uh, classic sci-fi film, I believe. Uh, Dan Harmon, I think, has talked about it on Harmon Town. Interesting. It was, I remember that. It was actually in the most recent episode of uh, How Did This Get Made? It was wow. a live episode. Huh. Well, and now we're going to play a new game. Uh, uh, Ooh, new game. You haven't been around for this. <laughs> yeah. So I have a piece of trivia that oh. is, in fact, attributed to one of these films that I have just... Uh, one of these two? The one of these, one of these the lane, super babies? Uh, Solar babies? There's six films here. Oh, all of these films. Yeah, of these new released films. Okay. I have a piece of trivia here, uh, and we're just going to see which one of you can guess. Uh, which film it's We'll start with Benson. Okay. And then we'll go to Jordan. And mm. uh, if neither of you get it, then I'll just tell you. Okay. Uh, so of these six films, Deadpool, Regression, Where to Invade Next, Hot Bot, The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane, and Solar Babies, uh, which one of them, uh, according to trivia, uh, features a hamster, uh, but the, in the scene, uh, the hamster was already dead. Oh, in real life, the hamster was already dead, or was yes. it the logic? It was, a, it was an already dead hamster in the scene. I believe that implies that the scene featured a. a it was supposed to be a living, two dead hamster, but it, it was dead. They already. didn't kill a hamster on film. Mm-hmm. It was already dead. What? I, what I'm. Okay. It did not get a PETA award. Is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember a hamster appearing in Deadpool. But which wouldn't the there only, be? <laughs> which is the only one of these that it I've would have seen. been? It would have been a talking hamster, or it would have been somewhere. It would have been a reference to you Richard know, Gere. Yeah, it would have been exactly. A, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have been a hamster. It would have been a gerbil. Well, so our hamsters bigger. Maybe that's yes. part of the humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. oh my goodness! Um, I'm gonna say. Well. You know, if this was scripted, they would maybe say, you know what, real live hamsters are easy to get and replace, so I'm going to say this was where to invade next. All right, Jordan. Hot butt. All right, you're both wrong. Ooh. Uh, it was the little girl who lives down oh, the lane. That was my second It's a film guess. from, like, the 70s. So at the time, I guess, uh, hamsters, just, <laughs> dead hamsters were just like, yeah, it's yep, just as good. Just, yeah, you can, just you throw can, a dead hamster in here. Pick them up, pick them up wherever. Doesn't matter. Uh, yes. So <laughs> that was our fun little trivia moment. It's not bad. Uh, all right, moving on to TVD, uh, we have Scream, the complete first season. Who's yep, in that? that? Nope, I don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> don't know. In fact, I thought this show didn't happen. <laughs> I, I thought it was talked about and never occurred because no, the one that I remember is Scream Queens. Sure. The Fox show. Yeah. This is an MTV Scream based on the movie series Franchise, Scream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also we have uh, The Travel Detective season two. <laughs> I picked that because in my mind I went. It's like True Detective, but traveling. Yeah. So that's what I read when I first looked at it. Mm-hmm. Was True Detective season two? Uh, so now we'll play our other little game where as has Jordan seen it. Has Jordan seen it? Jordan uh, watches a lot of television. Uh, his DVR is constantly full. He's always he's yeah. always keeping up with whatever's on the PlayStation View. Is that what it's called? What was the one that had uh, that superhero show? Powers. 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 Yeah. 
I have watched that show. Uh, uh, <laughs> but that is actually not on PlayStation View. PlayStation View is actually their on-demand TV service. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. I can't was, you had to have PlayStation nonsense. Plus to have to see Powers. Yep. Okay. This this man is correct. Well, Give him a cookie. Now here's what yeah. I'm going to tell the listener: is that Jordan's seen it all. So, or has he? That's what we're asking right now. Scream, yeah. the first season. Benson, do you think he's seen it? I'm going to say no because as much TV as he watches, I don't see him dipping too much into the MTV world. Yeah, I'm definitely going a hard no on this one. Yeah. I don't even think you've seen any MTV programming. That is not true because I watched uh, the (laughs) Shannara Chronicles because I love that book series. Okay, (laughs) how is that an MTV show? I know, (laughs) I know, (laughs) I know. Uh Uh, I've not watched any of this. Okay, you guys are right. Uh, My parents watch every episode. Interesting. That is very interesting. (laughs) They watch a lot of weird TV. Uh We know Andrew's not watching because he's a scaredy boy, and I just didn't know it existed. (laughs) Like just straight up. All right, the Travel Detective season two. Uh, I'm going to say you've dipped into this. I'm going to say yes, well, mostly because I want to hear about the travel detective. <laughs> I have not watched Damn. this uh-huh. show at all, uh, but yeah, I might start. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. What is the hook of the travel detective? It's like a public, uh, It's I think it's I'm, on yeah, PBS. Yeah, you don't have to tell me that. This is scream, this reeks of PBS. It's some CBS title. reporter who just travels. Yeah, he goes, he goes to different But parts. does he solve crimes? Unfortunately, not. Oh, he doesn't even solve crimes? No, that's the worst part. Why are they putting detective in the title? Because people will send in like, oh, I heard about this thing in this part of this country. Is Ugh, it really I'm there? All, I'm so out. And they I'm send so him out. there to check to see if... I wanted this to be a straight up old school <laughs> Murder, She Wrote style show where someone like travels, like they're Imagine. a retiree who's traveling the world, but also they solve or, crimes. Or he works for like National Geographic. Yeah, So they something. send him to different parts. And, and whenever he's there, he's there he, used to be a, he used to be a detective. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this girl went missing. Old reflexes I don't. Better, they die I better hard. find out where she is. <laughs> he's got to, yeah. But I like how both versions of the show are naturally on public television. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like the show I was imagining was, of course, a PBS show. Yeah, yeah. There's no other, and probably yeah. British. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that yeah. would be. Yeah, that's the hope. All right, so that is, and it's called the Travel Detective, not the Traveling Detective. That's yeah. another interesting little. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that see that to me, I attributed to Britishness. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the new releases. Uh, go ahead and check some of those out, I guess. Um, when we come right back, we will be reviewing Captain America Civil War. It's going to be Nerds I View Civil War. <laughs> this job, we try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. You don't give up. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. 
not the one that needs to wash their back. This doesn't have to end in a fight, Tony. You just started a war. Stay down. Final warning. I could do this all day. All right, I've run out of patience. On to Ruth! Hey, everyone. Captain America, Civil War. Directed by the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe. Starring Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. You're going to keep going? No? Oh, I thought Tom was going to jump in. <laughs> I said a name. Jordan. You got a name? Checked out. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. That's a good pull. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Uh, Martin Freeman. Paul Rudd. Uh, <laughs> Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, boy. Paul Bettany. There he hey, is. there he is. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, that's what I had next. <laughs> um, Daniel Bruch. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, now he's Let's looking at the list. Let's just talk about the We're, movie. <laughs> uh, Don, Don Cheadle. So this sure. film. Sebastian Stan. I love Sebastian Stan. Oh, I love I Sebastian Bach. I do, too. Someone melded his face with young Mark Hamill, uh-huh. and he it barely looks different. Wow. So I think they could do something with that. Yeah. Like a little side story. Well, I mean, Disney clearly down. has access to the make a person look young makeup. Yeah. Not makeup, special effects. Yeah. Technology. So, oh, jeez. So yeah. they can just use Mark Hamill. Like if it, okay, well we're gonna uh, we'll get to the summary in a second. I want to talk about that for like ten minutes. We, I I could have you could have fooled me and said that Robert Downey Jr. when he was younger filmed that scene. Well, no, because somehow, he wasn't as chubby as he was at that time. I don't know, man. You watch Back to School and you know, like I, I know, know this man. looks like what this looks like the guy who would age into current day Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But I know factually that he was a chubbier boy. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. He was he was rounder for sure. Yeah, crazy though. Yeah. All right, so this film. Uh, is just the most recent Marvel film. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's kind of following up the events of Avengers: should, should, Age yeah. of Ultron. Should we rename this the Avengers: Captain America: no. Civil War? Nope. Well, no, we I'll should fight you on that. Well, because I, I really don't think we should. Okay, I should. I, 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 I don't think that either. I wanted it to be that movie, but it wasn't. Uh, okay. Okay. No, yeah. I didn't want that movie, and I got I got what it is, and I. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? I didn't even want Avengers: Colon Civil War. I well, I just wanted it to be Civil War, and that's not what I got. Guess what? I'm getting to it right now. I'm I didn't like this movie a whole bunch. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna save right. my reasons why I think the name fits for the discussion, because mm-hmm. yeah. I I think I think it fits. The name is important to what actually happens in the film and, yeah. and the change that the characters undergo and mm-hmm. where they start and where we'll they end up that. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's important for discussion. Yeah, but uh, but I, I I like liked it. I liked big chunks of it, but as a whole, I found it disappointing. Was not a fan. Is it because it doesn't line up with what happened in the, the original storyline? No, because I didn't really like the comics either. Okay, but I tell you, I I think they they ditched only the good parts of the comic. Oh no, uh, in my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. 
Um, to me, it, 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 to, in the broadest sense, like what I can say is it didn't feel big enough at all for me. Oh, okay. For like the scale, this, this was this was civil. We got in a little bit of a fight. This is playground. We're still friends. Play, 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 this was not a war at all. To playground me. scraps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you sell it as civil war. This is supposed to be this big thing. The heroes are fighting the heroes. It should be this huge, devastating thing. And they do less damage in this than they do in like any Marvel movie so far. Yeah. Well, I think that's good, though. But no, I don't. Not for what. Not for what I, I think. If they did more so. damage here, then there would be like ten government agencies coming after them. Well, yeah. That I means rather than just like General Ross's personal army should the subtitle be we're more responsible yeah (laughs) but the point is more responsible they're obviously more responsible so that's that's not a fucking war i'm sorry they don't go all out Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) all right let's 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 back it up so this film Mm -hmm. uh what didn't the russos do they did did winter 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 soldier yeah uh, and they're they're going to be responsible for Infinity Avengers Infinity Wars. Times. Infinity War? One through 14. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, there's only two Infinity Wars. But they're going to be separated by like a year? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. Back Some, back. Yeah, the movies are coming. Other movies are coming out in between. Yeah. That's crazy to me when, when you remember stuff like what Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 came out in the same year. Matrix 2 and 3 came out in the same year. Yeah, yeah. they probably shouldn't have done. Lord of the Rings trilogy, back to back to back. Yeah. Well, I mean, they also... They I mean, we've got to remember that those were filmed at the exact same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is they're doing for Infinity War, too. Yeah. 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 But they're releasing, like, two films between the Infinity Wars. Which, yeah. I'm, which I'm fine with. Which two are yeah. they doing again? I don't remember which okay. two are now. Because they keep jumbling it up because uh, the... the the Inhumans is gone. Inhumans is gone. Yeah. They're not going to do that Which anymore. is so weird because I did a crazy thing. I watched all of... Uh, agents of of shield shield in one day because i thought it might connect with the movie was there any lead up or no yeah see it wasn't like winter winter soldier had the lead up yeah and there was no lead up i mean i haven't seen this new episode since the movie Mm -hmm. um maybe there'll be some did you just say newest or new ass uh newest okay (laughs) i would say new i i have unintentionally stopped watching agents of shield only because uh, I missed a few weeks and then I went, oh, I'll just go to Hulu. I have no, Hulu they Plus. they only have four and episodes. And they only have like four episodes I, yeah. and it, hate that it just so cut much. me off right at the point where I missed it. And I went, I well, I guess I'm not watching the show anymore. I, Thanks. This is why people I steal your TV shows. I don't, yeah. understand, <laughs> I don't understand why Hulu does that. Like just have the season as it comes out. And Leave I think ABC is even like a partner. Like I don't understand. I don't get it at all. And um, <clears throat> do you want to know what's crazy? I think this is the strongest season so far. Weird. Well, and it features obviously in human characters. Yeah. So uh, as a big plot point, right? I read people were live tweeting and something about Cree and and all that is going on. Yeah. So that last that last episode was crazy, man. Yeah. So I I mean it's it's strange to me that they took they're taking Inhumans out of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, but so I don't know. Uh, it's the, all getting scrambled. I don't know what's going. There's on. all kinds yeah. of crazy rumors happening that uh, I read a thing. Where just because it's some press conference, uh, Feige, Feige, is that how you say his name? I've never known how to pronounce it. All right. Feig. Fe- Feig? Feige? I'm going to go Feige so we don't get him confused with the director, Paul Feig. Oh, mm. uh, yes. Anyway, he, he huh. said something like someone asked him about Black Widow and he's like, yes, she's a strong character. We would love to do a film. Yeah. And he can do it. He has that power. Yeah. And so <laughs> if anyone has it, it's him. It's, it's him. a crazy thing where he said that. And now everyone's saying, oh, they're going to do one. Yeah. Except he didn't say they are going to do one. He no. said that they'd love to. Do they'd one. love to. Yeah. And yet here we are. I'd love to do this thing I could do and I'm not doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole deal. Anyway, let's 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 zero in. 
Let's bring it in. Let's bring it together. Yeah. Let's not have a civil war here. Well, I'm not signing the accord, so you can do what you want. I mean, neither am I. So. Yeah, I'm not signing them. All right, so know. we're all cap. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's kind of the the crux of this film is that these super powered individuals. No, the Avengers. Just the Avengers. It's only about the Avengers. They try and broadly speak. No, they don't. They make it just about the Avengers. One of my biggest problems with this movie. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, I mean, I who who else would you want this to be about? War should affect everyone. I don't see Luke Cage giving a shit what's happening here. I don't see Jessica Jones giving a shit what's happening. Or I don't even see him in the movie. But Agents would, of Shield people. They don't. They have they no should reason definitely to give a shit be about it. A big part of it. The Inhumans, yeah. But it's just it's, it's weird it's how everything so is insular. so segmented. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're going to come together for later movies, but this one because it's a Captain War. The Captain or Captain War, Captain War, <laughs> Captain War. Uh, Captain Civil America. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just dealing with the Avengers. But you're right, you're right. It should there should be more people talking about this. Yeah, more people involved. It should be wider range. Like it would be, it would have been super interesting if some of the other franchises were were invited to the UN thing. Yeah, like if we just saw them there and it never like made a point of being like, oh, that's this person, that's this person. If they were just there, and yeah. because you had watched those shows, you knew who they were. Yeah. Like, imagine Daredevil. Yeah. Blind-ass Daredevil sitting up in the UN stands because he's got a stake in this. Yeah. But he's not interacting with anybody. You or, just see him, and you know that or, it's Or him. he's the lawyer for someone, like, yeah. some yeah. kind of... The attache yeah. for the United States. That'd be or, super... Or even if they just name-dropped him, yeah. for the love of God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, have you sp- spoken to Mr. Murdoch yet? Yeah. That's all we need, and yet it seems it's strange how they're they are keeping all of it very separate. Yeah, they need just a couple lines to to make us all feel better about the fact that at one point they said they were all going to come together and that they're all connected. I don't even know if they ever did say it was all going to come together. But, you but know, whatever even, happened to hashtag? Yeah, it's all connected. Hashtag it's all connected. <laughs> whatever but, but, happened. But the thing is, is they they directly in this in this season of Agents of Shield, mm. they are directly referencing stuff that happens in the movies. Oh, of course. Talking about that's them how it's been very clear for all in, three seasons. In the Marvel, in the Netflix shows, they they talk about them, but. The weird thing is, is in the movie franchises, they don't talk about the TV show stuff. Yeah. You need to have it in both directions. Yeah. It can't just be one direction. And I, I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Benson yeah. and I, we care a lot about crossover stuff. And this is, <laughs> this is worrying. Yeah. The fact yeah. that there's, a, there's only a one-way I cross. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But you're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and even like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix stuff doesn't even seem like it's going to touch each other. Which is weird. They're slowly going in that direction. They yeah. are coming together. Yeah. I mean, hashtag there was, it's all coming together. There, <laughs> there, there was a lot of crossover between Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Well, yeah, but that's those are two Netflix shows. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's this net Netflix universe, this ABC universe, and the yeah. movies. And you know, the weirdest thing is the best example of crossing over and doing it right came in the DC camp between Flash and Supergirl. That episode of movies, and I was like, I'm getting ready for Jordan to say something stupid. That 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 episode of The Flash and Supergirl was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was one of the best episodes of superhero TV I've ever seen. So, whose episode was it? It was Supergirl's episode, Uh and Flash showed up on it. And Flash showed up. And the crazy thing was, is the the time when he like in his timeline where he would jump over to her Mm -hmm. was three episodes later in his show. Mm. He goes to do a jump to another. Uh, dimension mm-hmm. and accidentally he, w- he what he does in his show is he does the jump there's a little bit of time and then he finally shows up and he goes oh man that was nuts and in her show he just shows up and goes 
where am I? Mm-hmm. And he spends the whole episode trying to keep get to where he meant to go. And it's a great episode. I do love, uh, my, my, I believe my favorite and most classic crossover for me is Murder, She Wrote and Magnum P.I. Sure. Where a murder mystery begins yeah, on... amazing superhero It begins shows. on Murder, She Wrote, the mystery. Yeah. She, uh, Jessica Fletcher is trying to solve something. In the course of that episode, runs into Magnum. Uh, he's, they wrap up her part of it, but then he's got something based on her mystery and they wrap that up on his show. So he shows up on hers. She shows up on his. They do that. I love a double cross. They do that between Flash and Arrow, Mm -hmm. but they're on the same network. Yeah. Yeah. Flash and, and Supergirl are on completely different networks. Yeah. And they, they managed to make it work and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like that's how it should be. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, so this this film is packed full of superheroes. Yeah. Two packs, some would say. You would you be the <laughs> no, one? No, not really. I I I, I think uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm I'm trying to avoid spoilers in this part of the discussion. Well, I'm gonna say we I, know. Um, we know every superhero who shows up. Like it wasn't yeah. none of them were s- surprises. No, we just we didn't know perhaps when or where they were gonna show up. Yeah. But. Um, I I think for a movie with this many with this big of a cast, it could have been bogged down and slowed but i really enjoyed the pace of it mm-hmm. i mean you just i feel horrible for doing this and having to be the guy to start but comparing it to batman v superman that movie's pace is so slow oh yeah and there are far fewer characters and they don't even come well, together the, till the end the of ones the that film. they bring in are it makes no sense yeah and and in this we have a lot of things going on we are moving all over the world yeah you know uh we we get we get time with the bad guy and the good guys and we're 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 going places, and it's it's always moving forward. Can we talk about the bad guy in this movie? Yeah, sure. He's a zero, right? He's like he's are you? I would say the the least interesting Marvel villain to date in the MCU films. Daniel, what's his fucking name? I don't Bruce. even remember. Daniel he's a Bruce. zero. He's nothing. <laughs> I, he sucks. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, I actually enjoyed the fact that he wasn't a supervillain. Well, yeah, but mine was he should be in the... We waste way too much time in the movie on him. Like, he's got... Like, the interesting thing is Cap versus Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this guy could just show up, light that fire, and then walk away, and I would be fine with that. Yeah. And instead, we spend so much time getting invested in his scheme, and See, I just don't care. I think I think that, I think that yeah. the reason they do that is because it is a direct uh, reaction mm-hmm. to Age of Ultron. Is we 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 could get the, that without spending so yeah, much screen time. Yeah, and I think I though. think the directors were, wanted us to see like this is this is the road that we go down yeah. when there's no accountability and and someone feels like they need to do something in response. Yeah, and and it did. I I like those only because it takes the film in a direction, mm-hmm. and at the very end of the movie, it changes directions, and it does that out of nowhere. And I don't think anybody saw it coming. Of of the bad guy's ultimate goal at the end of the film. Yeah. Um, because it, it goes in one direction and it leads to what we think is going to be like a spectacular, crazy into the film where the stakes are super high and then it just pivots. Mm-hmm. And that pivot makes so much sense to the character, which I feel like we wouldn't get if we didn't spend as much time with him. But I can understand that those scenes are slower. Yeah. do change the pace of the film because of how they compare to the time that we spend with the superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for well, sure. And also I just think, um, I mean, this is just something that pretty much every film does is that from kind of even a point of view perspective, like whenever we switch over in a film to the bad guy's point of view, it's kind of, 
you know, it kind of drags a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't, I mean, it's, we're not supposed to really care in a sense about the bad guy. Yeah. We're not any, supposed to be rooting for him. We're not supposed to be rooting for him. So yeah. if he's ever doing anything, we're just kind of like, boo. Like, what are we supposed to do? Boo the screen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be compelling, but not to the point of us sympathizing and going like, yeah, I think, yeah, he should do that. Mm-hmm. He should shoot that guy. He should, you know, but drown I, that guy. I, I think we can lose, I honestly feel like we could lose that guy altogether. I think if you want to connect to Sokovia, the, the, the scene with Tony and the and the woman, I won't say what she says or what she does, mm-hmm. but to me, that does everything we need to do to connect Age of Ultron to the events of this movie. And then the whole movie should just be this tragic thing of, of Tony and Cap kind of realizing that they, they are at odds, they're going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's just like, ah, it's just this like shitty guy who's not even fun to watch is like <laughs> screwing things over for them. And it's like, it, it never plays with the idea of, of like, oh, there's these different opinions or why they're fighting. It's just like, oh, if that shitty guy wasn't there, they, they would have shook hands and been over this. See, here's now. the thing. Well, is I think there would have been conflict anyway. He was just the dude off on the sidelines next to the fire with a can of Well, as of you're saying, there would, been, there would have been conflict yeah. anyway, so develop that. We, but we I don't, don't think it would have been guy. as extreme, you know what I mean? I, well, you, I, I, think they could, I think it should have been more extreme than they had even in the movie. Yeah, but I, I I think they could have done that and made it make sense without that guy. Who's I still think just a waste of time. Yeah, I feel like it's maybe the Russo brothers' prerogative and maybe the uh, Disneyfication mm-hmm. of the Marvel universe a little bit. Yeah, that at the end of the day, the executives or maybe the people who are like, what do people really want out of this? Are saying, well, we don't really want our heroes to kill each other. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, even I think when you get right down to it, there are some heroes that should be more mad at each other by the end of this film. Than they are. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They, of, just, they have rights to be mad at each other, and instead we pin it all on this guy. And it's just Well, they pin it all on the guy, but I think they don't even... Um, I think the one thing that I could really say that uh, I disliked about this film was kind of... Uh, the ending kind of petered out for me. Yeah, that's I don't I don't want to say... I'm not going to say what. I didn't, it I'm not going to say how. It en- yeah, it ends with kind of like, well... Well, what, there you go. My reaction come come the, back for the next movie. Yeah. yeah. My reaction to the ending was like, oh, I want this to go on another two hours, but like not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like there's like, there more should have been more. To. There yeah. should have been more here. Yeah. It didn't give me what I want, so it should have done more. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's and especially character wise. I think of course uh, uh, calling it Captain America film means yes, it's Captain America's arc and growth is what's really important and, yeah. and where he starts out in the beginning of the movie is totally different than where he ends up yeah and a lot of the world is totally different for Captain America his place in it yeah. his 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 role in it yeah. the way the world the entire world the way the world sees Captain America is totally different by well, the end of this film I want to talk more about that in the, in the spoiler discussion okay section. yeah of course but I think I that I, I and you saw me talking with some people on Facebook <laughs> about this <laughs> I, um, I, I I don't I don't completely agree or disagree with that. I, but I will say is I didn't want that. Once I watched, I didn't know I didn't want that until I watched the movie. Yeah, okay. When I watched the movie, it became clear to me. Oh, I want this to be a Scarlet Witch movie. More, yeah, really. Yeah. Because she she is so at the heart of what drives these right. accords. Right. And yet they don't really give her anything to do in the movie. No, they don't. Which really kind of they sucks. literally put her in a building and leave her there for a chunk <laughs> yes. of the movie. And well, then the the thing they give her is like she has this, the moment where she like saves someone from dying, mm-hmm. which she has that exact same moment like three times. Yeah. And it never really seems to mean anything to her character. It's just yeah. like see she contributes it's yeah. it really bummed me out and I, I think this movie would be a lot better if they had made her the main character instead of Cap mm. well and even um, if you look at her uh, where she begins in, in Ultron mm-hmm. 
uh, where kind of part of her character's origin is that she hates Tony. Yeah. She, her and her brother like grew up hating Tony because yeah. of his, his bombs. Yeah. And then you, don't you, see, huh? not, you just see none of that in this movie. No. And well, not even none of that, but We're not it, dealing with it this movie all. should double down on that. Yes. It should sure. just like it, this movie heaps on a hundred times more hate that is not apparent at all yeah. in her character. And yeah, because that's kind of a bummer for, for the person who she once blamed for the death of everyone she cared about. To then say, no, you are stuck in that building yeah. until I say otherwise. Yeah. Not only no, that you are stuck be, in that building, but you that know, should you're, be an insult. You're, that a, should be, you're a criminal. <laughs> I don't, he's saying that, and then weirdly, also, there's the other layer of like with his whole speech rig is about why they need these Sokovia Accords. He's also basically saying, like, also, like, yeah, you were kind of right. Like, we did fuck up shit, and this is me trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. But again, we that just doesn't explore that at all. Yeah, and that's just a carryover of Age of Ultron and his yeah. fucked up vision that she gave him. Yeah. Now, and his, um, his fear and paranoia yeah. from that. So, uh, Zemo's a zero. Zemo's a z- total zero but, for me. But uh, what, I mean, in my mind, the whole um, the general, now, I guess, Senator Ross. Mm. Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was. You thought he was going to Red Hulk out. Not, not even Red Hulk out, but I thought it was going to be like he—he he was like the one who let Zemo in. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he definitely, him and Tony are at odds at a certain point in this film. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I never trusted him right from the get-go. So I don't know what you know what what were we to expect from mm-hmm. such a character, and then that kind of yeah. I don't know. That's 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 a thing that and people were excited because he came from the Hulk movie Ross well, he, he yeah. is Red Hulk you yeah. know that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but he yeah he was in the Hulk that character too, yeah. that actor playing that, actor that, played that character, character yeah, in the was in the Hulk movie yes, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're kind of getting Hulk characters back yeah. people thought that was a big deal yeah. yeah and even uh Martin Freeman being in the film people thought was a big deal yeah and he's on screen for like two minutes and he does nothing is he that guy's son uh, is his last name Ross? Yes. Because uh, when they introduce him, they say his last name, and I, I was like, holy! I was like, no. You I, know, I didn't catch that. Uh, and then they never talk. I'm, I'm looking. I'm we'll looking say quick. Talk amongst yourselves. Martin Freeman maybe needs the help of having a real specific American accent, like he does on Fargo, to do a convincing American Everett, accent. Everett K. Ross. Because I didn't quite buy it in uh, this this film. I didn't know if he was supposed to be American. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> knows? well, he knows? shows up in Germany. Yeah. It, so I thought maybe he was. Uh, I thought he was supposed to be American, but I wouldn't but they buy do, that accent. They both have the same last name, and so that's that's like a whole other thing. That much like the Agent Thirteen Sharon Carter thing. Yeah, it's like oh, is this in another film? They're going to be like oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> that's my dad. But like, we all, I mean, we, I don't. I don't it, no, we all knew. Yeah, yeah, we all knew Agent Thirteen was yeah. even like them saying her name was Sharon. We didn't even like, almost yeah, need that. Yeah, we we got that. Uh, uh, yeah, go on. No, I don't even know. I, I just, I just want to be like, yeah, Martin Freeman. That's that was a, a thing that I'm just saying things that we were excited for and then kind of petered out. Yeah. So, that's, so these are my disappointments. The peterings. Can I, can I say a couple good things? Yeah, real quick. Well, I, uh, I have some good things too. I have so many good things. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the second location crew, mm-hmm. uh, director and everything for mm-hmm. second location was the John Wick folks. Oh wow. Um, so if you like some of the crazy action scenes, they're probably that part of that. That makes sense because I like, I, I, it's very important the wording here. Yeah. I like some of the crazy action scenes. Yeah. Yes. There were some incredible action scenes with interesting choreography and like smart uses of powers that, uh, that were on par with some of my favorite movies, the raid. Yeah. I definitely saw that in some of the action scenes that were just 
off the wall, incredible action choreography. And I think those are directly correlated to the John Wick folks. Yeah. And good on them. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me because there's, there's like the, there's a few, that one at the start when cap, like the way he enters the scene is just Uh fucking cannonballing in. Uh I love that fight scene. And then Uh like the one where Ant-Man gets big, it's kind of like, Oh, this is like every single superhero. fight. Yeah, exactly. That one is more about like, Oh, let's show. That's kind of a spoiler. Sorry. That's a, that's a big spoiler. (laughs) That's, uh, I might bleep that. I'm really considering. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, that entire airport scene mm-hmm. is let's show the interaction of their powers. Yeah. Whereas at the beginning of the movie, when they're in what country is it? Oh, it's it's uh, not, Lagos. but it's in yeah Lagos. It, when they're in Lagos, that is just crazy action. That is yeah really cool well, choreography that, movement. To me, <laughs> That I felt, was so on board with this movie for the first thirty minutes. That like, felt yeah. like a that felt like a Bond film. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, we got fantastic. we got that Bond cold open. Yes, yeah. That felt very <laughs> like, much like it. the Casino Royale opening. Yeah, it. no, it's, that that seems great. I'm people are chasing other people, yeah. taking them down in fun ways. Like, and I, come I think, on, I think that is directly related to John Wick. Yeah, and those folks. Like, I'm I'm excited for that next movie. And if they're if if this is the 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 stuff they're bringing to the board, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it it's weird how different that is than the airport scene. Yeah. The airport scene feels like a different movie. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed that scene just because of the interaction of characters that I care about. Yeah. But it's it's on a different level. It's completely yeah. different. It's yeah. crazy. Um, should we talk? I mean, we can't believe we haven't talked about Spider-Man yet. Yeah, everyone knows he's in the movie. Do we want to yeah. just talk about base level stuff? I feel like anything deeper is going to kind of be spoilers. Yeah, sure. Um, he's great. He's great. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I, I really like Spider Man and I really like Black Panther in this movie. Oh yeah. What oh I, yeah. What I will say is this, and this gets to my overall feeling of the film. I kind of feel like, for me personally, mm-hmm. all this movie did really was introduce Spider Man and Black Panther. That's really all the kind of lasting and consequences. Wonderful debuts. Wonderful debuts, but well, also like, what do what do they add to the arc really? Like, what does Spider-Man do other than be there? And be great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Spider-Man in this movie. What I, is he really adding to the story? I think, no, I think, um, well, Derek posted a thing on Facebook where uh, I thought he was the one who said, um, like, Spider-Man reminds Tony of, like, what he's fighting for. Okay, I didn't see that. And, and, really. I, and I got that. I don't know. I, and and I've, I've, I agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Uh, Iron Man, yeah. uh, has become so bitter and jaded and just... All he sees is the negative impact of their actions. Yeah. So to have this kid come along mm-hmm. and had to be fresh, to be six months from getting his powers yeah. and to have just started yeah. and to just have this youthful, great outlook of everything mm-hmm. and just, I feel like that is going to have a positive effect on him. Yeah. He, okay. I, well, I, yeah. Um, and I think the line is something like, um, you know, I have these powers now, so I have to do something about it. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's what Cap's talking about. That, and that's, that's what Tony can't see. Yeah, and that's but I I mean if you rewatch the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. that is Tony's impetus for destroying all of their weapon contracting that they were doing, all their weapon building yeah. and making the suit and taking it into his own hands yeah. is because he saw the injustice that was being done with his with what he created and his father created and he said I I can do this. I can make a difference. Okay, well there's something and I want to Say to remind that, him, but I cannot get into it without getting to the yeah, spoiler yeah. section. Yeah, we can we can hold this. Um, but uh, I, I that line I just saw as a little Uncle Ben shout out to be honest. Well, yeah, of course. 
Yeah, because there was a moment where he was gonna. It felt like he was gonna. He almost said the line, and then and then, and then well, specifically the you know the the, the Spider Man yes, line. Yes, of course. Seemed like he was about to say it, and mm-hmm. then go get him, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all remember that classic. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, oh, that's a that is also a famous Spider Man <laughs> line. It's, you're not. Big, it's not a joke. That is a that is a. It's a joke. Is in Spider Man saying that to Tony? Oh would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Would be kind of funny. <laughs> It'd be pretty great. Uh, before we talk a little about Black Panther, mm-hmm. can we talk about like, like Pepper and how like she's, she's not, not here? She's not she's here. Gone. Yeah. And like, are we bummed? I'm bummed. I mean, it it, it yeah. definitely felt kind of like the explanation was just thrown on because yeah. for whatever reason Gwyneth they couldn't Paltrow. get Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. in the film. Yeah. Which you think? sucks. Um, or do you think they couldn't do justice to anything that she would like? No, I think she could have. I think she definitely had a spot in mm. this film that, especially I mean, as like. I, yeah, it would have helped flesh out Tony a little more than to just have him say, have him say, oh, she's gone. Yeah, and that that lead to his his negative attitude about everything. Yeah. Um, because I'm still bitter about the fact that she had amazing powers and then he just took them away. Yeah, probably. Like I, right? I, I we, we're we, we got no real follow up on that too. She doesn't have them anymore. But well, she... he, it was one line at the end of the movie mm-hmm. of Iron Man three was, oh, I fixed that. Yeah. So. She may or may not have the power still. Yeah. Maybe she has control of them now, or yeah. or maybe they're deep inside and they'll come out in oh, right when we need them. Like, yeah. I mean, right that's my hope. Yeah, it's my dream. Like, how amazing would that be if she had her own Iron Man suit? Where isn't she ambulance yeah. or something like that? And rescue, rescue. I like bad. ambulance though. <laughs> I like it. It would be that colors and that siren yeah, yeah. goes off whenever she shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but to also have that innate ability too, mm-hmm. so that way she's even if the suit comes off, she she could still kick some butt. Um, I feel like I don't know I really liked her in those films so to, yeah. to just take her out like this just sucks like I, well, I don't know the a, reasoning it's, people it's are a, comparing it to the Thor yeah Nat- Jane, I was about to say that Jane in Avengers Natalie Portman yeah okay uh, she's just like oh she's somewhere yeah uh, I, it, it's kind of a running thing now where it, it does make me feel like these movies just kind of have a problem portraying women in any way because we've got Jane and Thor, we've got her, Pepper here, we've got Scarlet Witch basically being treated as something to fight over for the boys here. Yeah, Black, Black Widow, Widow not getting her own movie. Except for this one, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure every time Black Widow shows up in a film, she's got to kiss a different guy. Yeah, <laughs> when, it's, when it's really a when it comes down to it, these side characters i'm using quotation marks i feel are just important to the franchise and to us as fans yeah as the main people so for them to get the main people but not be able to get gwyneth paltrow coming back to get natalie portman coming back i feel like they're important touchstones to the stories and to these characters and his characters themselves yeah so to lose out and just to have to write a couple lines of dialogue of like yeah she's gone she's not coming back it just it feels crappy and it yeah. it's it's not good. Yeah, I do think um, just continuing on this, Marvel can't do women parade. If you look at the side male characters, mm-hmm. like they all they like Falcon, yeah. War Machine. Not not only do they always come back, <laughs> yeah. but they have some great moments. Yeah. like you think of the party scene in in Avengers: Age of Ultron when War Machine is telling that story about how many you know missions he's gone on or whatever that joke was that he mm-hmm. tells. That's a great moment for him. Yeah, when when you think of you know. Uh, the the Falcon is showing up in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. That's a great moment for you. Think yeah. of all these different things of these side characters. Yeah. You think of uh, uh, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. You know Bucky. He keeps coming back, and he's his character develops more and more each time. Well, 
we'll talk about Bucky mm-hmm. in the spoiler space. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like even though Scarlet Witch uh, plot wise didn't have a lot to do, I loved seeing her new powers and everything. I really liked Black Widow at the beginning of this movie, just kicking ass. Yeah, and and I liked the banter between her and uh, Hawkeye during the airplane scene, even though that kind of made things weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like she's getting some good stuff, but I feel like that's more because she's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. You know, and not because of anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, yeah I played. wonder, I wonder where it's coming from too, because like, it, it, do you think it's Disney? Cause I mean, they, they don't seem to be having this problem with star Wars. That's true. That's interesting. But I mean, and, maybe star Wars, that was such a, such a very purposeful step and, that and, was so like they approached that film in such a way where they're like this lead character will be female and and that's yeah. that's it like no but, like yeah. everyone shut up but but then it also <laughs> but then you couldn't find any toys of her for Dude, the that's, first that's another weird months. part well there's yeah. the marketing yeah. that's that's the marketing and, suit guys and, that are just like and some people boys care. Won't buy this yeah. obviously some some of what is happening here cares more about that than others because Jessica Jones was amazing yeah. Well, TV, Amazing. T- yeah, TV. TV historically has been better, better for women, women yeah. than movies ever yeah. ever have. And that, <laughs> I just feel like that needs to trickle up. Yeah. That needs there needs to be more changes. They need to care more. Yeah. And uh, this this film just man having a character relegated to two lines of dialogue is the shittiest thing. Does yeah. anyone know offhand which one's coming out first, Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. Top of my head. Yeah. Um, which one are you going to look up? I'll look up the uh, other one. I'll look up Wonder Woman. Which I, if I had to bet, I would say Wonder Woman's coming first. Uh, I don't know. I just, since you guys are looking stuff up, I'll just 2019. say that. 2017 I, is Wonder Woman, I think. Okay. Man, two years. Yeah. Uh, I just, I thought the movie was was good yeah, overall, Sorry. In, in my opinion, but it wasn't perfect, for sure. There's, there's a lot of problems. Yeah, um, there's a lot less problems than Batman versus Superman. Oh, I, for sure. And yeah, I think I'm just <laughs> looking at the entirety of the the what Marvel has put out, I think it's not. I mean, it's certainly not the worst. For, no. for me, that's, Thor's that's the worst. any of the Thor's. Thor, I, Thor, I, Thor one's the here's, worst. No. Here's the yeah. thing: is there is definitely a positive correlation happening here. The quality of films is increasing over time. But because of that, our expectation of what they're doing is also increasing. Yeah. And we, uh, obviously, that's going to eventually hit a ceiling where we expect them to get better and better and better and they're just not going to be able to at some point. Yeah. But as far as stuff like what we've been talking about, they should be getting better and they're not. Yeah. And that that is an issue. We shouldn't have amazing fight scenes in the first 30 seconds of the movie or first 30 minutes I mean and then also have to spend 15 minutes talking about how they're not doing justice to the female characters of the film yeah they they need they need if they're gonna raise the bar get you a franchise who can do both I think is what you're saying yeah yeah. Oh yeah. well. Um, <laughs> exactly. What was it? They announced that the Ant Man sequels, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. So there's that. There's, there's I know. Mentioned not at all in this film. I know. I know. But uh, we got why was it about she? Ant-Man yeah. What the hell? Spoiler space. Why was it Wasp in this? We got. She yeah. got the goddamn suit Let's, at the end of Ant Man. She would have been incredible. Fucking goddamn it! And I love Evangeline Jul- Lilly. She's Ooh, don't. She's she's a great. Actress. She would have been amazing. Like that. <laughs> And what are we doing? Let's, we'll talk. Like, can we just go to the spoiler space? Um, we will, but I do. I want to make sure that we fully wrap this up. In in general, what I what I do want to say is that at least coming from several perspectives, I think um, if you let, uh, 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 in a sense, the hype of of the adaptation of comic to film mm-hmm. get to you, I think you will be disappointed in yeah. that sense. Yes, I think. But in our sense, 
we're looking at the film as as a product. We're not looking at the yeah. film as an adaptation. That, we're not that, looking at the film as yeah. the what the character should do. Yeah, right. we've we've separated it properly the, the in our brains. Yeah, the comic book universe is separate from the MC universe. Oh, this yeah, is its sure. own beast, and that's how it's but always I, been. You look yeah. back at every single film, and everyone's like, "Oh, that character didn't do the thing that they're supposed to do," and it's like, "Well, it's always been different." It's different. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. I will say though, I think the comic does do some specific things right that mm-hmm. I wish this movie had done right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that in the spoiler space. Yeah, but it, but that's that's what I want to make sure it's. Yeah, we're, don't do that. Our points yeah. of points of disappointment that we have are in general. Separate. I think not coming from oh, it didn't do with the comic. It yeah. doesn't have you know like oh, Zemo's not in the purple helmet or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, as much as I, so I think there's those specific points that I keep referencing. But I will say overall, I do think this is better than the comic arc because the comic arc got some real issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, six of them, in fact. Yeah, I, I feel like that's important. I feel like that's important for all movies based on other franchises, mm-hmm. books, comic books, you know, TV, like whatever, whatever is being adapted. Oh yeah. Just remember that it's not going to be one to one. It can never be. Yeah. And do just, what's best for the movie, not what's best for yeah, the because yeah. Because yeah, make a good movie. Thing. Yeah. Make a good movie. That's yeah. what they did with The Shining. Uh-huh. Not at all like the book. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Anyway, uh, when you come back at the end of the show, uh, we will have that discussion for you. I'm Aaron Prince Staley, host of the podcast Preview, where every week I bring you a new comedy podcast that you are going to love, with highlight clips and interviews with the show's hosts. Check out the podcast Preview at BenviewNetwork.com, on your favorite podcast app, or live on the radio at WERA.FM. I'll see you there. Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. Um, what is it, Jordan? Money Monster, The Darkness, Love and Friendship, The Lobster, Last Days in the Desert. Before we play Guess the Ending, uh, let's take a moment and give some thanks, starting with Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, which we got from the YouTube Audio Library. Just go to youtube.com slash audio library for that and more songs to use uh, in your little projects and, and stuff like that. If you like our logo, it was drawn by one Justin Kizon. Uh, he's an artist and a writer, and you can find his writings at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. He also does a, a little podcast on our network called Ben Vion Spielberg. That's uh, true. Uh, you know, we might hear about that in a second. You might. Uh, another good podcast on the network is Pick Your Path. That's a choose your adventure style podcast uh, featuring uh, original Choose Your Adventure style stories written by myself, Matt Benson, and David King. That's right. Uh, That season one is available now, all six episodes of season one. Uh, We have some bonus episodes on there as well. And season two is hopefully coming out this year. Let's just put a big hopefully (laughs) on that one. Uh, Go to benvionetwork.com slash PYP for that stuff. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about OptiGrab.org, his personal website where he posts all of his writings. And he does uh, write some short stories, which are available on Amazon and Smashwords. That's Thomas Willett. Or just go to OptiGrab.org. Benson? Uh, go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. He's already mentioned a lot of them. But you, there's always more to see at BenviewNetwork.com. What are some others that you do? I can't remember. I, I wasn't listening one. when you were talking, so I don't know which ones you've already said. Well, isn't that a staple of you doing promos is that you typically promo the show that you're already on? Oh, yeah. Nerds Eye View is a show I guest on sometimes, so you can check that out. <laughs> uh, check out the Shut Up Leonard archives if you like. Also, Benson's Boombox, all the, all the great shows. They're on BenviewNetwork.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. And uh, rescue a pet. It's good for you and the pet. 
Jordan. As you take a big old sippo. Delicious sip-o. water. Uh, I stream over at twitch.tv backslash gamersault weekly. This weekend, I am playing Overwatch. <laughs> Fallout 4. No, there's I think a you game. broke. There's I think a Super game. Mario Brothers. There's Quantum a game. The original. Drive. What was that called? Quantum Leap? Yeah, no. Quantum Leap, the game. Street Fighter 7, the what game that didn't happen. Quantum Leap was an FMV game. <laughs> Justin I would be. Would die. I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> Justin, Justin would die. Would die. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing Doom. Doom. With the new, the, new the Doom? original the new Doom. Doom. No, the new Doom. Walking down some rooms. Why don't they just call it Noom? <laughs> new Doom I'll is coming out. New Doom is coming out. Uh, tip your waitresses, <laughs> and uh, I'll be playing the hell out of that. Uh, and you can follow at GA Weekly for updates on the streaming schedule. I think I'm playing from one to three p.m. in the afternoon, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, definitely come on by, hang out. Uh, we had a great time playing the Overwatch beta last week, and uh, definitely follow me on Twitter at TrueValk. If you like this podcast, you should check out BenviewNetwork.com for all the other BenView Network podcasts, uh, including a lot of our newbies. We got the Artist Tree. We got um, Van Dammit. We got the podcast preview and more. Just go there. Yeah. Check it all out. Uh, who knows what's going to join us next? Check it out, but don't wreck it out. Yeah. Uh, and also our personal website, anyvpodcast.com, or email us with all your thoughts and concerns, anyvpodcast at gmail.com, and on Twitter at anyvpodcast. And my personal Twitter is at podcaster Andrew. We already did ours. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't listen when we talk. <laughs> I, I wasn't when listening when he was talking, so that's a fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair. <laughs> you know what it is? It's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Who's the first? Oh, I'm the first. You're the first. <laughs> that always happens, doesn't it? Money Monster. Directed by Jodie Foster, starring George Clooney, Julia Robert, uh, Saints. Ja O'Hala, and Dominique Weist. Financial TV host Lee Gates and his producer Patty are put in an extreme situation when an irate investor takes over their studio. So, I mean, you've seen the trailer. You know that it's exactly what this description is. Uh, It's this young guy. He's a loose cannon. He's got a a bomb vest. He's got a gun. He's taking control. Uh, For some reason, CNN or whatever channel this is supposed to be playing on is is playing in Times Square. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense to me in the trailer at all. Um, And then... As the movie goes on, then, the, of course, people realize he's not the real bad guy. The real bad guy is literally the money. The money has become sentient. What? It is formed into a being. Um, when he's complaining about how money ruined his life, they don't realize he's saying that money, like, killed his mother. Like, that he found his mother choking on money. Like, it's, it's the wow. strangest thing. Wow. And it doesn't make any sense. And they realize that money has become sentient. And it's because... Uh, a forest that the United States chopped down to add mulch to their money when they printed the new money was cursed. And so that it all came together to form the money monster. My goodness. Yeah. It's a real uh, return to horror films. It's great. It's a, it's a real fun time. Uh, in the end, they defeat the money by burning it. And then we live in a socialist society. Great. Mm-hmm. I said when you brought in when you brought trees into it, I really thought you were leading to the tagline "Money is the root of all evil." Damn it! Oh <laughs> shit! Well, I gotta I gotta start over. I got another verse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> all right, I'm doing the darkness. Uh, this is directed by Greg McLean. 
uh, stars Jennifer Morrison, Kevin Bacon, Lucy Fry, and Ming-Na Wen. A family returns from a Grand Canyon vacation with a supernatural presence in tow. So uh, we got this movie. Kevin Bacon and, and Ming-Na Wen are the married couple, I've decided. Uh, <laughs> they go to the Grand Canyon. They're having a vacation. It's fine. They're all good. They come home. They're on the plane. They got permission to land. No problem. Everything's fine. They get home, and that's when they realize something something has followed them from the Grand Canyon. And for some reason, it is an ancient Scottish dog ghost known as the Black Shuck. What? Um, and this thing, it does not make itself... It doesn't waste any time making itself known. Right away, it grabs uh, Ming... And Kevin Bacon's like, I can't, can't have this ghost. Get your hands off my woman. Uh, and then uh, the ghost is like, I'm a dog, man. I got paws. I ain't got hands. And uh, Ming is very, she's very charmed by this sensible, these sensible words from the ghost. She says, you know what? He's, he's growing on me. I, I, I think I like this ghost. Kevin Bacon's upset. He sees this, uh, this ghost dog throwing a, putting a wedge in their relationship. And he has a big emotional speech to her where he says, listen, honey, I believe in a thing called love. And we have love, and it's meant to last forever. It's not going away. Uh, and then she says, love is only a feeling. You know what? And it's just not working for me anymore. I'm giving up on this relationship. We're stuck in a rut. It was Friday night. We didn't even do anything. Didn't even have a fun date night. I'm tired of this. And uh, Ken Bacon's very upset. So he goes out to a bar and uh, decides to have a drink. But he, so, he hasn't let go of his wife yet. So he, he's trying to order just a regular drink. But at the bar, he says... Give me love on the rocks with no ice. The bartender doesn't even know what he's talking about. He gets drunk, kicked out of the bar, kicked out of his house. The ghost is married to, to Ming now. Oh, my goodness. And Kevin, Kevin Bacon's like, looks like, well, for the rest of my life, I'm going to have to be holding my own. And that's the end of the movie. Wow. Well, I guess the it's not about the power of love. No, it oh. wasn't. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Uh, love and friendship. Yeah, back to love. Yeah. Directed by Whit Stillman, starring Kate Beckinsale, uh, Chloe Sevigny, uh, Xavier Samuel, and Emma Greenwell. Uh, Lady Susan Vernon takes up temporary residence at her in-laws' estate, and while, and while there, is determined to be a matchmaker for her daughter Federica, and herself too, naturally. Uh, this starts off as your run-of-mill, but very funny. Uh, what is this? Jane Austen, I think. What? I don't uh, think this is Jane Austen. It's written by somebody. Oh, Jane Austen. <laughs> I don't think so. We're going to take a break <laughs> in our regularly, regular scheduled programming. To confirm. I mean, it could be. I'm Look, I'm just going to say right now, I'm disappointed that nobody picked Last Days in the Desert. That's a film where Ewan McGregor plays Jesus. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. What? Yeah. I didn't know about that. All right. It is written by Jane Austen in 1780. All right. I mean, love. Is it called Love and Friendship? No, yeah. it's called yeah, like yeah. Mrs. Mrs. It's McKinley called, no, gets it's called a date. Love and Friendship, and it's a comedy. Wow, uh, which is what the movie's supposed to be. Okay, uh, so um, she shows up. Everyone's perturbed because uh, she, you know, she's a what do you what do you call that? Like a a meddler. She mm. meddles in everybody's she's lives. A regular Susan Sarandon, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> And, uh, or like a Bette Midler. Uh, and she... Uh, is Bette Midler dead? No. Okay. Where's she? She was just mad about the Kardashian <gasps> Oh, stuff. that's right. Excuse me. Sorry. So, <laughs> so she shows up and everyone's scared because they think she's just going to turn their life upside down. 
But uh, while she's there, she ends up, while annoying some of the people there, uh, making everyone realize that they need to stop being so fuddy-duddy. You know, they're all kind of, you know, kind of stuck up, you know, old-fashioned people, and, and she makes them realize that they need to have fun again. They need to have a great time. But unfortunately, zombies show up, and uh, the ladies from Pride and Prejudice and Zombies uh, come in and save the day. And uh, But they, they, they realize that they're old fuddy-duddies, too, mm. and that they need to find love. And just everyone has a good time while also killing zombies. Nice. It's yeah. a nice little story. And they, everybody, everybody gets married. Nice. Even the zombies. <laughs> zombies find true love in uh, post-life. That's why it's important to protect the Constitution. Once you legalize zombie marriage, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. yeah. What's next? What's next? Werewolf marriage? Well, that's for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've always been a supporter of horse ghost marriage. <laughs> you will never find a time when I did not that was, support so that's horse a, ghost that's marriage. That's a living horse marrying a ghost, correct? Look, I do not discriminate. <laughs> Horses, ghosts—they're all the same to me. I mean, what? I mean, I've—I'll—I'll uh, I'll, no further questions. What has happened to us? He pleads the fifth. We can now end the guessing. Thank you. Uh, we can now reach the point where the show is over. Uh, if you stick around after the little music that plays, you will hear our discussion. It's a beefy one. We get to all the things. We ask the questions that other people are afraid to ask. Is it beefier than Beavis Doge? Uh, I think it's beefier, but more positive uh, uh, in a weird way. Good. Good. Uh, the, I would hope the, so. The complaints that we have, I think, about Civil War are in the fact that, rooted in the fact that we, we, we like what we see. We wish it was better. Yeah. yeah. We wish that yeah. it was better. Yeah, Whereas, that. Our complaints that we had in Beavis Doge was like, wow, this dumpster's on fire and it also smells bad. Yeah. Let's, let's point out how it all smells bad and is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's enough about that. This has been episode 275 uh, of Nerds Have You next week what the hell are we going to review uh, we'll figure it out uh, until then I'm Andrew I'm Matt and I'm Jordan remember listeners if a suited dude comes up to you and says yo just sign your name here everything will be okay don't do it don't worry no one's going to die What do you do? I don't like this backup on the mic move. Get get rid of get. Is, is this beat. the episode? I thought we were just chatting. As yeah, friends. we're just chatting, but sometimes, but that's how I, I test out the mics. See, fucking episode. Flowers, I had to get home. I walked my dog today. Yeah, I had a I had a flower. Cream. And then you know, there's the dog one. I hate Benson the dog hates one so much. Snapchat. I hate Snapchat. What about that one? He hates Alien. Snapchat. I don't like Snapchat. Oh, look at fucked up for the face. Let's start this episode. No, this is a good one. Like, Let's I'm, I'm start. Have you picked your guest the end? I'm a tomato. Yeah, I picked it right away. What you done do? I'm a pretty pretty princess. Yeah. All right, so that's too much for me. Nobody dies. <laughs> Are we? Is this? The start yeah, this of the is now the discussion. Yeah. yeah, nobody dies. That really nobody pissed dies. me off. And, that and, did and anger me at first, but I got over it real quick. I it just. That's another thing where you're like, oh, don't compare the comic books to the thing. But it just reminds everybody, like, no, the stakes are real low, everybody. Yeah. That's even the one thing that did happen, robot legs exist. Yeah, guess what? The, the worst thing that happens in this movie is that Rhodey 
kind of gets paralyzed, but not really. But not really. Well, especially because to- doesn't Tony say something like, oh, I'll get you some jets on that or something? He's, yeah. he, ma- he's, he makes it very clear that, oh, yeah, we can fix this yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. We, we're better Soup's than X-Men. Easy. That's what he basically says. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like if it was any other director or not director, any other actor than Don Cheadle, who's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Rhodes would have been dead. You think? I think Rhodes. I think Rhodes at least should have been dead. At least, because really, what do we need War Machine for? Nothing. No offense to the character, but what do we need him for? Nothing. Exactly. There's no reason not you to know, kill him. You know who should have been there? Who? You know who can replace Rhodes? Who's that? Rescue. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Bring her in here. Yeah. With her dual powers. Yeah. And let's kick some ass. I agree. Instead of instead of his African American friend, we have his female friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would get into the weird number, minority numbers game, which I well, don't Jordan is appealing with. directly to the marketing departments at Marvel, <laughs> yeah. Disney, yeah. and all those people. Yeah. I'm trying to speak Put a it language in their words. they yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, just, I feel like the stakes were super low for everybody in this. That's yeah. the, I, and this is where I, I feel like it would been have better. Mm-hmm. Would been have better is the sentence I just said. Hey, words exist. I think it would been have better. If yeah, <laughs> it would been have. It would been have better. If they had done the straight up superhero registration act from the comics instead of the Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. because that's something that affects everybody, not just the Avengers. Yeah. That makes it wider reaching and it gives it stake like like for instance, I don't know what the fuck Ant Man is doing in this movie. Like the whole his whole movie is like, I love my daughter, I gotta stay out of trouble for my yeah. daughter. But you know what? Captain America's cool. Yep. So I'm gonna go they, with him. They asked for my help. Yeah. That's it. That's really all that and, happens. And 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 also, just, like, I don't see it would make just as much sense if Tony had asked for his help when he'd had right. on Tony's side. Yeah, mm-hmm. more sense even because they're both science guys. I mean, the only reason the only reason there's even a connection there is because Falcon knows him. Yeah, and and the the movie goes out of its way to remind you how low low the stakes are because when Hawkeye uh, yes. and yeah, you, and you. the Black Widow are fighting, they have a conversation of like, hey, this is we're we're good, right? Like. We're just doing this because they're fighting. Yeah. Uh, but you and I, we're still friends. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's not about Captain America and Iron Man. It's about the Zakovia Accords. It's about the, the Superhero Registration Act. Yeah. There are larger ramifications here. They're, they're talking about like widespread uh, you know, movement throughout the world and, and doing things with no repercussions for your actions and stuff. Like... Iron uh, Captain America does do good, mm-hmm. but there should be. I mean, <clears throat> not to bring video games into this, but back in the back in the eighties and nineties, when everyone was freaking out about violent video games, mm-hmm. the ESRB came in and said, "We will self-regulate. We will establish yeah. a governing body. We will we will you know say you know what age you need to be to play these games. We will handle ourselves. You don't need to do that. Yeah. If the Avengers develop some type of thing of like hey we just fought in this country and destroyed a bunch of buildings we have our own crew of people that come in and help fix everything after we've been there yeah. instead of just well, piecing out when we're done yeah. <laughs> that fun- would mean something right like the funny yeah. thing at is least try and do something let me let me take two pieces and smush them together for you right now Please. basically what this film was was general senator ross was the MPAA, yeah. not the ESRB. Yeah. Right. And what you described is Damage Control, which is a comic series yeah. of the cleanup crew that comes in after superheroes. Why not? And um, perhaps soon to be TV show on ABC or Fox or whoever buys it. Yeah. So what uh-huh. you've just described not only exists, but has parallels and yeah. should have happened. Yes, right. sure. Yeah. But <laughs> the, what frustrates me too is the... Like give medical care, anything. Yeah. Like just, they, 
the weird thing is for someone who is such about you know helping people mm. at the end of the day Captain America just does what he does and washes his hands that doesn't make sense for his character yeah he would have there should have been a scene yeah where he's in Lagos helping people yeah like pulling people out of rubble rubble or yeah. something you know what I mean which one that, there's he that cares one about the first Avengers it's so great when he's like listen the three of us are gonna go fight the things you're gonna stick on the ground and make sure people and are help getting to safety. yeah you literally your only job is to make sure people are safe yeah so they kind of established that character and then just that trait and then just, just let it drop uh, away disappeared <laughs> and what, what frustrates me too is the TV shows both on Netflix and on ABC have done such a great job of establishing this world where more and more people with powers are showing up yeah and people are getting worried about it and then it would make sense they for disappeared them. completely for this movie yeah, they Where are they? completely. And also, with all that that perfect groundwork set up, it would make so much sense for like Senator Ross to be like, "Hey, we like Sokovia is one thing, but we need we need something that's going forward, going to curb the, these powers. We need, yeah. we need something to do to stop them and because they're would, all over the place." And then we could have had the the cap who was still helping people was like, "Well, listen, I agree that we need oversight here, but you're, what you're talking about is more it's than too that. much. It would have made much. more sense." Yeah. It would have been a whole lot better, and instead they just yeah. It, there should have been more to the Zakovia yeah. Accords. The one You're right when when uh, Ross is showing that video footage, I would have been so happy to see any like just a briefest moment from Agents of Shield. Oh, perfect when they opportunity have, for yeah, it. When they have crazy fight, like, and that's yeah. that's the thing because that doesn't need to be dialogue referenced. It, like that they could have CGI'd that in two and, months be- or one month before the film came out. Yeah. Like, that would have been so easy. And I don't know how far you guys are in Daredevil season two. But having oh, yeah. a video of the, yeah. of the murder scenes that, that the Punisher, Punisher leaves yeah. in his yeah. wake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much they could have done. Yeah. Because that shows the ground level. Not just level. Punisher, but the, all the, the stuff with the stick. Uh, all the ninjas and, the hand and shit. And yeah. 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 Like, that would have yeah. been like, oh, this is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people in Hell's the, Kitchen. The only other time that they really reference anything, and this is the, the most non-direct reference ever, is Vision says, oh, ever since Iron Man showed up, the number of super-powered individuals has been you growing know, exponentially. exponentially. Yeah. He doesn't say, you know, specifically how or or where or and when. If anyone yeah. would know about it. Vision would. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he can process all. He's a you know he's a walking yeah. robot computer. He would yeah. he would have all that data. He's a synthoid. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but instead of all that, what we get is something that only ever really feels like a personal conflict between Captain and Captain. Yeah, it should have called him Captain now, not Cap or Captain America. Captain. Yeah. And Iron. Arnum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that really bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a trouble. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't bother me as much. I just I I think at the core of it, I really do believe that they should have, they could have, and should have referenced all the other properties that they have going on. Yeah. Just and not for me. Not just for the sake of crossover. The stakes should have been way way yeah. higher. In this it, they're in this weird place where they want to include all the other Avengers. Yeah. Where they want to have this big scale thing, mm-hmm. but they also want to tell a small story about two people's conflicting ideals. Yeah. You can't have both. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. They they're conflicting. Yeah. And and but that's what this movie tries to do. Um at the end of the day though, like it's a weird thing. I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. I still enjoyed the movie because yeah. I just I was just like Well, I've got more complaints that oh, we no, I got know. to. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, do you want to move on to Winter Soldier? Fuck do you want to move on movie. to Spider-Man? Fuck, he does nothing in this movie that he didn't do better in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm. We hit no story points with him that oh. are already covered better in a better movie and that fucking reveal about Tony's parents pisses me off so much. There is one thing that he does better. What's that? He grabs that motorcycle and he turns it around. Okay, that was a cool that was cool. Well, shit. and also him and Falcon uh, being 
Steve's oh, best buds. I fucking love that. I, I love that as his best. It was old best friend with new best friend, and yeah. they freaking hate each other. And they're like, hey, "Can you move your seat up?" No. <laughs> All right, I like that. But <laughs> well, even as troubling as it doesn't make it better. As Caps but kiss, I just love that. Yeah, look, all right, as, trub- like that. as troubling as Caps kiss might have been, them hey, watching on and going like. Hey, all right, Cap, all right. that's Cap kind of a good just, moment. Cap, because he lives forever, is just going to keep going down that genealogy, oh, my friend. That's gross. <laughs> but this is, look, you're making it sound creepy. It wasn't creepy. No, I, think I know it, was, it wasn't. I know it wasn't. I'm just saying. I think because he didn't know and got to know her as a separate person, yeah. that makes it less creepy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was just it's this like weird thing It's like when you really like happened. a girl for a while, and then you're dating, and then your parents get married yeah. <laughs> to each other. Oh. And now you're technically brother and sister, but you didn't know each other that way. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Not as bad as that, but kind of. Only by luck. I love the look on their faces when they're looking at him mm-hmm. after he does that kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. So good. Right. And then when they're laying on the ground, when Spider-Man is stuck both on the well, ground, yeah. Yeah. he's like, why didn't you do that earlier? He's like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, all right. That stuff's good. But I <laughs> still... That whole Spider-Man showing up and doing all his Just little... Just not shutting up yeah. at all. The entire oh, scene. I will not this say a bad thing about Spider-Man. Best so. Spider-Man ever. That, that was the first time that Spider-Man felt like Spider-Man went during a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I agree with it. <laughs> it was nuts to me. You're not supposed to torture this. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, this is my first fight. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, shut this, up. This is all new yeah. to me. And also, what I really appreciate, too, is Spider-Man, who, when he talks, especially as Peter Parker, sounds like he's from Queens. I fucking love I loved him as Peter Parker, too. Yeah, no, I think he's, he's the best Peter Parker. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that completely. It's so good. Um, but, oh, when Cap goes, where you're from? Where are you from? And he says, Queens. And he says, oh, Brooklyn. 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 Oh, yeah, they have that yeah, cute moment. Up. That's a great moment. They have a cute <laughs> moment. We've got, we've got Robert Downey Jr. finding his, his outfit and him like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Spider Man's yeah, great in this movie. Yeah, but yeah, w- yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier, as far as his arc in this movie, it's the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's whatever. As Winter Soldier, it was he better in Winter Soldier. Doesn't really do anything. Uh, well, I think in this eat, film, I think in this film though, he he recognizes in Winter Soldier, he doesn't recognize himself. He he is he still under. He him out of the river, and well, it's good, and it's subtle. Well, that's well, the end. Th- and then in this one, I think he's ready to die. I, like, he's ready to die again. I know. I think he's ready to start of Winter Soldier. Here's the thing: at the end of Winter Soldier, I don't think he even recognizes him still. I don't think he does. I think it's a feeling that he has, yeah. a familiarity, that's why he caring about this person. That's why he goes to the museum, museum to learn about him. And then at the beginning of this movie, he says, "I remember you from the museum." By the time he gets mind controlled a couple fucking times in yeah. this, it unlocks all of his memories, again, and he remembers. Like, that's a that's something we needed to see for what a third time yeah. in a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just rose the stakes for what. Was possibly like the in fight scene with all the other. I think it. Are seeing seeing him get beat up by the other Winter Soldiers was fucking crazy. <sighs> well, it just showed how badass they were. But I kind of, I kind of um, thought that was dumb. I, I, did, <laughs> I didn't yeah, like I that there was, was like five too. other Winter Soldiers. I was like, yeah. Oh. But see, but like see it, just it does that, the... and then at the end of the film, he shot them all in the head. Well, yeah, t- it pulls the rug out. Yeah. From, yeah. from. But but we're we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Let's talk about Black Panther. Okay. No, well, I, I think... still want to talk about the Winter Soldier reveal with. Tony. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought we were. Uh, it to me, I hate that. It's stupid. I hated it. And eighty nine Batman is my favorite Batman movie, but I still hate the, the fact that Joker, Joker had to kill the parents. Movie. I hate in Lethal Weapon two when the bad guys have to yeah, kill everything Mel Gibson's has new to be, girlfriend. Everything I has to be connected. I hate that, and yeah. I don't think Tony needs another reason to be pissed. I think it was just. I, I think that he's yeah. He's already so angry. <laughs> I think that was contrived, and I hated it. And I wished, and it also totally fucks Tony's story for me because what you were saying earlier about how Spider Man kind of reminds him of like, mm-hmm. oh, like this is this, why we do yeah, it. Yeah, this makes him more jaded again. 
Like he's that would make sense to me, except that I feel like Tony's arc was completely abandoned in the in the second or the yeah. third, the last act of the film mm-hmm. because it's just like, oh well, he kind of realized better. Oh, but then he gets pissed for no reason. But then oh, he's gonna smile at the thing and just like fuck it, whatever matters. Like they just completely yeah, dropped this, off with Tony. He has this weird thing where he's on Cap's side again. Yeah, and then watches that video and it's over. Yeah, like. And now we realize why we saw young Tony at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And it's because it had to connect back to that. It's all just like, what do we need Tony to do in this scene? Okay, we'll just invent some bullshit to make that yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. hated that. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't surprised that Winter Soldier killed his parents. I'm not talking about being surprised. I'm talking about thinking I, stupid. I, but I kind of assumed it. I assumed it too because we find that out in, in the last movie at the end of Age of Ultron. Do they say that? Yeah. Cap, uh, he, he's talking with. He's talking with someone, and he finds out that uh, that Tony's parents were yeah. murdered. I mean, I don't really remember that. I don't have a problem. But not with by that. who? That's yeah. why he says. Yeah, that's why he says I, I, I he knew, but yeah. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know it was but him. I, I don't have yeah, a problem with that. He finds out that he that they were murdered. I forgot about that. I don't have a problem with that as a twist. Yeah. I have a problem with that as a motivation for Tony, and as uh, where it comes into the yeah. story. Because it is just a lethal weapon. To because it also it also kind of does this weird thing where it transfers the whole movie. Black Panther was trying to kill. Uh, Winter Soldier because he thought that he was the one responsible for his father's death yeah, the and, then it, and then it kind of switches over to like oh now Tony's the only one who wants to kill him because Black Panther realized oh he's not the one who killed my dad yeah. and Black Panther just backs up and is like I'm gonna let them fight yeah well I mean he goes after uh, Zemo. Zemo yeah and he stops him from killing himself which yeah. was you know but but that's like a, a, a I don't know I think a lot of this film is I mean just like Black Panther says right at the end he's like oh they were blinded by vengeance and I was blinded by vengeance I and won't be anymore. I won't I won't let vengeance blind me and it's kind of like there's a lot of revengey stuff going on yeah in this movie and maybe maybe it was once too many maybe the the yeah. parents parents being killed by Winter Soldier reveal uh, was one too many vengeance but, things but, for me but goddamn Black Panther's so dope wait a minute Black Panther's great <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> remember. <laughs> Remember Gak? Gak Panthers, the new Nickelodeon when, superhero. When you, when you, t- when you realize... When you realize Andrew loves him. When you I realize do. how dope uh, Captain America's shield is, yeah. and then you extrapolate that to, no, a whole suit of that, Yeah, that person is indestructible. Mm-hmm. And then you take, you take into consideration all of the abilities of a warrior of that nation would be entrusted with, and... God damn I, yeah, I do. I love Black Panther's movie, but I also I feel like he kind of has the same problem that Tony has, which and is just like, what do we need him to do in this yeah, scene? Yeah. And also, I don't I don't know that he adds much to the story. And it's just, I mean, the weird thing is, is they tucked an origin story for Black Panther in here. Yeah, which or, it's not, not even an origin. Yeah, not even well, an origin kinda, story yeah. of of how do we implant him into this universe? Yeah. This is how he's implanted into the universe. And I think what I would have rather seen was he's not in the movie. Instead, they just go back to that sweet, sweet old thing they used to do where they just do a fucking awesome Marvel one-shot starring Black Panther as a way to introduce the character. Mm, I don't know. I, really I think the one-shots have the same problem, though, as the TV shows and the Netflix shows. Which is they one. didn't really connect. They didn't really connect, and they just keep retconning them. Well, yeah, the Agent Carter one just completely got wiped exist. out with the Agent Carter TV show, <laughs> yeah. and now yeah, the TV show, so who knows if that's canon or will be for because how long. I made a point of watching those before the Agent Carter TV show came uh-huh. on, and then I was like, wait, no, this... This doesn't match up yeah. at all. This is all wrong mm-hmm. if you take those yeah. into account. Yeah. And those were just invalidated. That sucks. But what I'm saying is if we do a, a one-shot starring Black Panther, if all it does is introduce us to the character, that's mm-hmm. also all this movie did for Black Panther. Yeah. Okay, so what if they see, What if they called this movie Black Panther and Spider-Man are here? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a more accurate title. And, it, and it's called, in subtitled, We Are Your Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's I don't not know. about uh, DJs from San Fernando Valley. Yeah. 
Uh, what? A, but that's a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, we really like that movie. Um, I'm yeah. so excited for Worst Idea of All Time Season 3. Oh, it started. I know, yeah. and I haven't started listening yet, but I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I need to start listening to it's that. Good job. Um, uh, what you, before we went back to talk about Tony, what were we going to talk about? Oh, Black Panther, which we just did. <laughs> talk about Tony. I just I love his character because he's so regal. I love the character, I, I, but I, I just don't know that he has a place in this movie. And I'm I, very excited for a Black Panther solo. Oh, film. yeah. Dad, I think he fits in this movie. I think movie. Was, for that. Yeah. I think he's the wild card. Yeah. All right. But I feel like all this movie does is kind of tell a personal story between Cap and, and Tony. Yeah. And but so, see, that's what I'm telling you, I, though. I don't think is, we need all this extra stuff. But, but remember I brought up earlier, they have two conflicting ideas that well, yeah, they're that, really, that's, that's what I'm, you know, we got I the personal you, story and, and we got everybody else. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you as they complaint about the <laughs> film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They wanted to do both and it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. But the weird thing is it didn't work, but I still love them. I still, I, love, I still love. I, love I just want to take. I want to take Peter Parker. Oh yeah. And I want to take the the prince now king. I yeah. just want to hug them both. Well, I, yeah, I I'm just with you. Of course. I just want to bring them in for a nice little Superman yeah, yeah. Black Panther hug. Yeah, yeah. No, do I really love part of it. We. Oh, what, do you have more to say on Scarlet Witch that you couldn't earlier? Well, I feel like I did, but I can't remember what it was right now. It, mm. She just basically has no agency. Yeah. Well, just, which is a fucking bummer. It sucks. Yeah. And I, I think as someone who, according to the comic books, has unlimited power. Yeah. Like she is. She. In in Civil War, because of everything that happens, she destroys the universe and remakes it because of all the bad shit that happens in the comic books. Yeah. That's how powerful she is. Yeah. And in this, she's relegated to the ability of just manipulating things. How do they stop her power when she's in the raft? Boy, I'm getting some real questions going on knows. here. <laughs> I'm, I'm making oh, trouble for myself. In, in this MC universe, unfortunately, her abilities are directly connected to her crazy hand movements. So they just bind, bind her hands. And make her so she can't move her fingers. Yeah, because I remember she was in a straight jacket. Yeah, but that's why. Her being angry in a straight jacket, I thought, was like, oh, they just didn't want to give her a scene where she actually talks about how she hates Tony now again. Like, <laughs> and she just kind of, like, has a yeah. mean face. Anytime yeah. she uses her power, she's doing hmm. Tai Chi. I guess movements. that makes sense. Yeah. She's doing, she's Doctor Strange in it. Yeah. That's going to be interesting, huh? Huh? End of this year? Huh? Huh? November? Yeah. Doctor Strange? Huh? Yeah, we, have we talked about the trailer? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I just, I'm mad that. I don't even care. I'm gonna watch the movie. I mean, of course, I'm gonna watch the movie. I'm gonna watch fucking Suicide Squad. I'll watch anything. No, uh, no. I'm gonna watch them anyways. Yeah, Benson, you got mad at me for saying I'm gonna admit this here in the discussion because not I don't think as many people listen to the discussion. Before, uh, of course, you go in to see a, a comic book film, you're gonna get comic book trailers. Yeah. And I saw the Suicide Squad trailer, one that I hadn't somehow hadn't seen before. What is it? Their yeah. upbeat one where they try yeah to make the more it look upbeat fun? one, yeah. and something in my brain said maybe this could work yeah no of course it could because something in my brain there's a switch in my brain labeled man of steel and batman v superman and it flipped off and it was like forget that for just like this trailer it's because but see the weird thing is is i've i've heard people talk about seeing early stuff from the film and that's not what the film is they're trying to trick everyone with the advertising they brought everyone in and then the director was like no we didn't and uh but to mm. reshoot scenes to make the film funner, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. because it was so dark. Yeah, that's the problem with the DC Universe movie franchises is they're all so dark and but they don't know how to fund. I, beyond that's, that, that's what maybe kind of be okay with some of the stuff in this film is I was just having fun with the characters. Well, that I think that, I think Marvel is now showing themselves at least in the movies to have the reverse problem, which is they won't do anything dark. Oh shit! Which I think this that's movie could have used. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. point. Yeah, they're not willing to go dark. Yeah. That's what happens when you're owned by Disney. 
what was the what what is what would be the darkest like well, that's, most that's the other thing that bleak fucking, uh, well, that's, Marvel film. That's the thing that that bothers me is like again it's like you say you can attribute to Disney but fucking spoilers for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. They've, those fuckers murked Han Solo yeah. in the first movie of the new trilogy. Well, it's also, and, and on Marvel, they won't even kill War Machine? Here's the thing. <laughs> the reason Han Solo died is because uh, Harrison Ford said, I'm not doing any more. It's all, but it's also you're gonna give me talk a lot of length money. of this if you want me. No, to. we're not. It is also the perfect resolution to the Han I, Solo character. I agree. Arc. I agree completely. Um, we, I, we've discussed this. Yeah, 100 percent agree. Uh, when it comes down to it, I think the darkest Marvel movie is Hulk, just because he well, can't see, control himself. Technically, I mean, no, I'm talking about the newer one with Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say even that one was technically pre MCU. Yeah. yeah. To the point where that's just kind of like understood to be the Hulk's backstory, but not explicitly. So yeah. what is what is the darkest one then? Because it starts with Iron Man, the MCU. I mean, the Iron Man proper. three, the, the 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 PTSD stuff gets pretty. Oh dark. yeah, that's pretty dark. That is pretty dark. Which again would have been nice if they came up in this movie. I mean, and and in a yeah, <laughs> apparently he's just in over a, shit. In a joke, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. Is the dark? Oh, because it's got dark on the. Because it's got dark yeah. in the title. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, and I this is weirdly uh, to bring up another completely unrelated movie. I uh, the same problem I had with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is that studios these days seem to be afraid to do it just a tragedy. Which one was that? Was that was that pre apocalypse or second or after apocalypse? Second one. They, they there are movies that should be like in the in like the Shakespeare sense a tragedy, like uh-huh, tragedy as right, a genre, right, right, and that's right, to me what this movie should have been because that's what war is. Yeah, and Dawn of the Planet Apes also should have been that, but also yeah, no one, no one. I mean, from at it. the end of the day, no one was going a hundred percent. Like yeah. the only reason Rhodes got hurt is because of an accident. Yeah, because Vision was yeah, which, so upset about he, Scarlet Witch being hurt. Yeah. That he was dumb as shit. He accidentally shot. Um, well, no, Tony told him to take the shot at Falcon's blaster thing so yeah. that he would stop flying, and then Falcon moved at the last second and it hit War Machine. Yeah, and yeah. so in that sense, they should both be mad at Vision. Yeah, <laughs> like Vision is is so is such a weird perfect computer mm-hmm. that him missing yeah. that shot that really is crazy. Sense There's just like, one statement where he goes, "I didn't know you." He's like, "I was distracted" or something. Yeah, and and Which, Tony goes, "I didn't know that was possible." Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think they're also starting to kind of run into the problem with Vision that like a lot of people said was the problem with Thor which I never really bought because I, I feel like they keep Thor's power kind of in check mm-hmm. reasonably well in the movies but mm-hmm. where they say oh he's just too overpowered mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of have run into that problem with Vision like what is his weird contrivances like yeah that. because if you look at what he can do he yeah. should be all powerful he should have finished that airport fight in two seconds nothing yeah yeah he controls matter yeah yeah you know and that's well, the only reason Scarlet Witch has Manhattan, but he's yeah. almost he can't control he can't like change things into other things. But he, I'm saying he can control his own state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He and can. He, become and also, he anything. shoots lasers. So I mean, that's yeah. And his lasers aren't tied to a power and, suit. They're kind of invi- like yeah. they go on forever. And Scarlet Witch is the only one who can even contend with that because she does have the ability. to And that's why one of the moments that I that did I did like in the movie that did make sense was like, oh, she can shut him down. Like, yes, that yeah, that finally scene. established something where like, oh yeah, Scarlet Witch Vision. That's the perfect counterbalance. And that scene is incredible. Yeah, I. But then again, they don't follow up. On yeah. Do, do we do we have thoughts? Babies. Yeah. Do we have thoughts on that coupling? It's it's comic. Uh, it's in the comics. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be a good mother <laughs> to Vision's babies. Yeah. <laughs> but just in that sense, a lot of uh, a lot of initial online outrage was like, "Oh, he's so old." 
and she's well, that's, so and young. There, there's that, and look, he He's does actually... specifically take on a kind of paternal air with her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he also does that thing where he's like, "I'm a computer, but what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is in my I'm in my computer. circuits?" Remember that? <laughs> no, I'm a um, computer. You don't remember that? No. It was like one of those things where they recut the GI Joe PSAs. Oh, nice! I was like, "Because I'm a computer." That's, that's pretty great. Uh, I don't know. I well, I mean, isn't he only like three years old? <laughs> Two years old? I mean, he's she's actually robbing the cradle here. I I do I I think in a. Hello, mic movement. I just don't want to have to lean forward as much. Uh, <laughs> in a sense, I mean, uh, because the actor portraying Vision was the voice of Jarvis, and so they're kind of, in a sense, stuck with that actor, which is, I'm not complaining, I'm just Paul saying Penny like that's... fantastic. Yeah, I think Paul Bettany's great, yeah. but also in a sense of they're having... Not giving him a lot. Having yeah. a computer that, you know, a computer as a human, having him be older is kind of a, an interesting manifestation of knowledge in, yeah. a, in yeah. a sense. He's, he's wise. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, they don't really ever say how... Do they ever actually say an age for Scarlet Witch? No. No. It's not um, like... No, it's not like... Uh, I mean, Spider-Man's supposed to be 15. It's, she's older than that. Come on. Yeah, she's in her yeah, 20s. She's, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, some, this, is, this is nitpicky, but it did bother me. It didn't bother me in Age of Ultron. I don't know why it didn't bother me there, but it bothers me now. Hmm. Maybe just because I've been looking at him for longer. Vision's eyes being like humanized is weird, is weird to me. But they're like... They're com- visionized, they're like but they, they also have like lens things around them in the, in yeah. the whites. But I think that makes him look like an older dude instead of a computer computer man. <laughs> which, uh... I, I, Vision's new name is Computer Man. <laughs> yeah. Computer I, Man. And again, I, I don't... I mean, I, I think you should only stick to the comics when it's right for the movie, but I think it would be right for the movie if they gave him more comic style, just like the... And, uh, well, and they're also lines. trying to humanize him. Like, he's wearing... People clothes. I liked it when he was wearing that sweater. Yeah, I kind of I liked that. I thought it was wrong. but I think that would be that. I like he was adorable. Yeah. You're you're yeah. laughing and you're saying it's adorable because it's a fun, adorable thing. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be better if he had more computer eyes <laughs> <laughs> while wearing a while yeah. wearing a sweater? A, still, a sweet right? It would be better. All right, can I say a thing that uh, maybe only bothered me? Well, sure. hey, you're t- I'm bothered well, by everything in this okay. movie. Uh, because it seems like people online are taking joy in this. Uh, this film goes out of its way to point out how young Aunt May is mm-hmm. and how that's okay. That was a little much. And yeah, I literally before this film, uh, I, I don't even remember why I was thinking about it, but I was thinking about, oh, when a film does that where it kind of pokes fun at itself, but too much, I hate that. Yeah. And this did exactly that. It was with a little the, much, With yeah. the Aunt May, it was pretty much, you know, <laughs> Tony I, might as well looked out at the audience and been like, ha, she's young, but that's okay. And like, I was like, what? I, why did we need that? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like also, in the movie. Hold on, hold Tony, on. She's your age, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's not that nephew. young. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. just because she's Super not exactly. graying yeah. doesn't mean she's not older. Yeah. She's in her forties, isn't she? And that's where it gets the yeah. That's where it gets the thing where you've complained about where it's like she's only young relative to the Aunt May that we're used to. Yeah. Which Tony is not used to. Mm. So it's like that thing of uh, it's like the Star Trek Two thing. It's like the Inner Darkness thing See, where it's like it means nothing to them. But here's, well, and also, I here's, mean, I don't know. Here's the other thing: is I don't think the movie hits that hard on it i feel like everything around it does i feel yeah. like since the movie came out everyone's been talking about that so it feels more exaggerated in the film he says like two three lines about it and that's it no i i remember sitting in the theater going like oh my god are we gonna how long is this scene gonna go <laughs> on we're gonna talk about how young aunt may is and how she's hot and he wants to bang her yeah like he i i don't think he says that to him but he uh, says something I, like i'm gonna I go remember, take your aunt out like, i believe he does make implications <laughs> that he would like to fuck aunt may <laughs> 
And I said, I've had to make reveal it for as gross as it is. But I think he would, though. No, he said about Pepper. Dang it. Yeah, but he was a playboy before Pepper, so in his grief, he's probably going to backslide into his bad tendencies. He's not drinking, though. I want an Iron Man who drinks, too. I'm real tired of that. They already said that they're not going to do Yeah, he was pretty much an alcoholic. Because in Iron Man 3, when they did that flashback, when they did that flashback in Iron Man 3, I was like, this is the Iron Man I want. This is the Tony I want. We're not going to get that. We're never going to get that. I want, yeah, I want a troubled superhero. Yeah. I think that's why I like Winter Soldier. He is troubled. (laughs) He is troubled. He's just a dick about it. Well, now he's troubled by, like, the fact that he's fought aliens and he's he's seen the other side. You know? He's got PTSD. He's not troubled by just human problems. He's got his paranoia from Scarlet Witch. Like, he's got all of these things that he's dealing with, but he's... And they still just, won't kill him. Like, what, do it. They will. Uh, they no. should. If they were going to kill him, they should have done it here. This was their window no, for killing anyone. No, he's... Yeah. Attaching no. the name Civil War to hey, a film yeah. is the window he's for killing anyone. He's going to die in Infinity War. 100%. The first Infinity mm, War is going to end anymore. with him dying. I don't believe it anymore. I, the I, first I, one. I mean, I, I, I could see that, but to me, it would make more sense here because it... it this movie needed to kill him to make mm-hmm. it to really make the stakes of the war. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we're already in a big, crazy sci-fi Thanos battle yeah. in Infinity War. I don't but, think we need the death as much but, there. But the, and also, I don't think it'll mean as much to us when it's like a crazy big action CGI man kills him. Whereas, if he had died as a result, I don't. I'm not saying Steve has to kill him, but if he had died as a result of this war, I think it would have meant so much more. But at the end of the day, this isn't a war. This is Captain America's movie. What's about the movie him. called? It, just because what's they the, named the title it, of the film? They named, uh, Civil Playground Fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Civil Monkey Bars. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like he's going to do something where he sacrifices himself, just like he did in yeah. in the first Avengers. That's but do you why think- I fucking love Force Awakens so much, because it, it, even though, I mean, it, I, I would argue that Han did know that he was probably sacrificing oh, yeah. himself, oh, yeah. but it still wasn't like, he didn't sacrifice himself for anything but his son. Mm-hmm. He just got killed mm-hmm. and that, that was just as meaningful. But he was, but he was, he knew he might have to sac- make that sacrifice and yeah. he was willing. But also, and it was only, it, so it became a sacrifice, but it was only a sacrifice for Ben. Right. And ultimately, like, didn't work out. Like, nope. only pushed him farther to the dark side. Right. So, they, just made shit worse for him. It, movie, I feel like so many movies are afraid to do that where they have to die nobly yeah. and it's like, no, that's, that's not life. Yeah. It's not, it's, it, it it doesn't get you like mm-hmm. a, a good death. And the thing is, I think what Star Wars proved is it can still be an effective resolution right. of the story. Right. Even if it's not a noble death, it can still make it can still be noble just for that character, mm-hmm. for us knowing but everything I about don't f- them. I don't feel like this was the proper time for Iron Man's story to end. I do. As much as I love Iron With, Man. I, I just mean because of the way this movie was written. Oh, well, that, sure. Well, that, at I the mean, end of this movie, that ultimately, yeah. he's the only one still not... A criminal, yeah, in uh, the eyes of the world. Yeah, well, ultimately, that I think that is my complaint. I wish, I wish, a, this had been the movie here. that had gotten there, uh, okay. and then B, it did end there. Now, you. okay, so that movie was well written, by the way. The Force Awakens. The more, the more oh, we talk yeah. about the Force Awakens, God, it's so fucking good. Fucking so okay, good. no, but in, in the same way that you hour about the Force Awakens <laughs> yeah. right now. Okay, in the same way, Jordan, that you're some saying new thoughts about General Hux. That of course, that I want to hear those later. Of course, in the way that you're saying that you believe that they will kill Iron Man. Oh yeah. But do you think that by the end of the second one, he'll be brought back to life no. because of the Infinity Gauntlet? No. Because that is like such think, a new thing in films I think, that I hate I think so the much. way, I, yeah. think, I think at some point, and the reason why we have the different phases of the MCU right now mm-hmm. is that they understand that these actors are getting older. Yes, we can digitally make them younger. Mm-hmm. But I think there needs to be a passing of the torch at some point. 
mm-hmm. and the MCU needs to evolve with new younger actors mm-hmm. playing new versions of these characters. Just like in the comic book, Thor is now a woman. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and at some point, we're gonna have to pass the, these torches, and they're gonna have to move to different versions. Well, of and these that's the same way we were. We could see that happening with Cap. If Cap died in this film, we had both Winter Soldier and the Falcon, who in the comics have both been. You know, they put yeah. on the mantle of Cap. But, but unfortunately, like, with the way this movie's written, they would take on the mantle and just be a criminal. Yeah, and that's yeah. I think it's kind of bummer because like, I feel like Age of Ultron was kind of taking steps toward that with yeah. like the way they hyped uh, Scarlet Witch and Falcon at the end of it, right, right, and then this just kind of <laughs> walked back. Yeah, there's steps. this weird thing where it just kind of disregards well, now a the, lot of the plot points. Now the Avengers are the A team. If you need Basically, us, basically, yeah. you know how to reach us. Well, he's already he's already got the hat. It's got the A on it, so yeah. uh-huh. it works out. Yeah, and they are a team. Yeah. <laughs> so what is Tony like going to call them? Like I'm really yeah. He's got I'm the phone. Fuzzy my, my, on what's happening here. He's got the phone. He says, "Call me if you ever need me. I'll be." But there. also, call me, beat me when you need to reach me. Okay. Well, yeah. some of my call some, me maybe. My understanding of the end of the movie was that other parts of the letter he was saying like we're like you're going to still have the Avengers. Like you're going to find new heroes and set up a new Avengers, and I'm yeah. also going to have my group. And yeah. if there's anything big enough, Thanos, call me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, but if Thanos shows up, is he going to have to really call, or is he just going to be there? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, a big alien came out of the sky. I better call him. Why, no, he's already there. That's part of why I fucking hate the ending of this movie because all all it really says is like, uh, we're gonna have to take twenty minutes figuring shit out at Infinity War that we didn't need if we didn't yeah. have this movie. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it also leaves room for each of the teams to bring more people in. Yeah, which is kind of cool. But yeah. except we're not we're at this point we might not see the event the defenders. The, the the Netflix people. Well, they're taking their time. Yeah. Well, not that they're taking their time. I don't think but the defenders will be in Infinity War. They're I, too low level. Well, no. Be, unless no, they. Yeah, I agree with that. Unless, unless. Unless. Remember how in Avengers. Unless. Avengers, <laughs> unless in no, it's a, been bad, folks. It's a great show. Fantastic. Uh, in the in the but first no, Avengers, level, street level, street level. He's yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Scarlet Witch and, and Hawkeye protect these people. Oh, if Infinity <laughs> War, if Daredevil and everyone shows up and they say, "Hey, if Cap keep was like, safe. if he went back to being a st- strategist and said, all I use, yeah, strategist, Be, strategist, strategist is what I would say, strategist. <laughs> it's like stratego. The sure. the most, you call it stratego? Yes, the, oh, the most strategist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you what buzzed me out. Is no, that's Stratagiast. Oh, I'm sorry. I sometimes put the wrong emphasis on the right syllable. He's the most Stratagiast strategist. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'll tell you what bothers me. And this is not related he to pronounces this. Things? Yes. This is not related to this movie specifically, but given how, you know, that the Netflix shows are so R rated mm-hmm. and how they're so committed to not doing oh, that in the movies. Like, yeah. one of my favorite things about Spider Man as Daredevil is how much they inhabit the same world as, right. as the and individual they're, they're New York to each other. Yeah. And we're not gonna, we're never gonna see that. In oh man, don't! We're don't, never gonna see on, that. I hope I, what, like we finally got the perfect possible versions of both characters. Although I still think Charlie Jake Cox Gyllenhaal. is a little rough. Remember what? I've t- we talked about. Oh no, we said Jake Gyllenhaal should be the Punisher. Yeah. sorry, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal needs to be somebody else, but he should definitely be in the MCU. And we're just, we're not gonna see that. <laughs> I think we will. I think Infinity Ward. I said that no, we won't. Spider Man's Spider Man's not gonna cross over Daredevil at all. No, I'm saying I think the Defenders will. Oh, be yeah, there. that we might see. And I think Spider-Man will be there for Infinity War. They're not going to have scenes to go. 
And that's also not what I what I like about them is they're these are the two heroes who both like pretend like what I like about Spider Man is yeah he gets mixed up in Infinity War but also like day to day he stops like muggers and shit like yeah. he is very he's, much a he's very much ground he's level very much committed to ground level work while also being incredibly powerful I mean the point when is he though I Bucky mean, he, when Bucky goes to punch him yeah. and he just effortless, effortlessly oh, yeah, grabs yeah. him yeah. and Bucky's face is like what the hell yeah. and he's just but he's even, like oh cool you have a metal arm like yeah. he is he is so. I mean, that's the thing, is he's an early superhero. He's yeah. only six months in. Yeah. He, we don't know. I think in the comic books, it shows how powerful he is. He's mm-hmm. actually incredibly powerful. His strength, his his senses, his ability to move around in an environment. Yeah. He can contend with the other superheroes. Yeah. But he's also on the defender's level. He's yeah. helping regular people. Yeah. So he does straddle that divide yeah. that I think is very important. And having him... As a, as like an ancillary to Daredevil and to be in the same universe as the Punisher, yeah. I think that's really interesting. I think it's You're really right. interesting, but again, I I think you the only time the crossover is going to be an Infinity War, and we're going to see none of the real like Daredevil Punisher shit in that movie. Yeah. And that's the other problem is they don't. There seems to be this weird thing, especially in the DC universe, where they're just like, no, we have our TV Flash and we have our movie Flash. Yeah, and that sucks. Now, okay, here's another thing that uh, I've been thinking about. Um, was Crossbones working Crossbones. for, uh, yeah, working for Zemo? Uh, no, I think he was working for Red Skull. I mean, I, because I've seen the first a, Avengers you're movie. You're a beautiful human. Or not Avengers. You're saying the <laughs> wonderful <laughs> words right now. I saw the first Captain America movie uh-huh. again recently. Oh man! I'm it's actually gonna movie. watch. I'm gonna watch Avengers again, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch Winter Soldier because mm-hmm. it just made me. Want well, because to. the the whole and thing with Crossbones reminded me at the beginning of Winter Soldier, he fights Batroc the Leaper, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of this idea of like we're we're weeding out like the lesser villains that are fun, <laughs> but not they can't carry a whole movie. Just right. like throw them in that opening scene, let yeah. them do some fighting, and then we'll get rid of them. Yeah, and I think. I think our boy Red Skull is with Thanos right now. I would like to believe that. I so want to believe. Because I want to see him come back. Yeah. I want I want that to be true. Because he was teleported. He was not destroyed. Exactly. Yeah. He had the the cube took him. Yeah. And it shows and him. And we know that the cube. Going up into the. the and in the first Avengers when yeah. uh, Hawkeye says that that's a door. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That is a door. I think I he think Red Skull's coming back for Infinity. I would like to believe that. Yeah, I would even I would be down for like just a crazy like stupid reveal mm-hmm. where like the president is making some bunk ass laws about the superheroes. Yeah, and then one time like we see he's alone in the Oval what Office, if, and just like fuck this mask. What if, <laughs> what if and it turns the, out Red Skull's the president? What if what if the uh, uh, the the because of what happened in this movie mm-hmm. the Accords go down the Superhero Registration Act? Because think about this. Think about the world effect of Captain America going rogue. Yeah. The Zakovia Accords could very much turn into the superhero. Well, well they're still there. Because of but, this. But I would like that, but then I would say, why the fuck wasn't that the start of this movie? Yeah. Yeah, they definitely didn't beat the Sokovia Accords. They're no, still yeah. in effect at yeah. the end of this film. They have... And all that they have gained... They, they've, I, they've almost gained nothing. <laughs> you fucking know what's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna worse. fucking Dark Knight Rises us. Like this movie ends with Cap going rogue, and he's gonna be an outlaw. But he's just gonna come back for Infinity Wars. So in seven years, he'll have been laying low the entire the time. Kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And well, then um, he'll be he'll be training in the bottom of a big hole, and then he'll eventually climb out. Yeah, of it. Black Widow's gonna steal his mother's shoes, exactly. and he's gonna say, "Wait a second. All of it. Okay. It's <laughs> like actually, that's hanging over the Maharaja's uh, bedroom. <laughs> 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 that was 
was too much. No? That went, that oh, went too many ways. Uh, I don't even oh, know. Boy. Okay, Wonder Woman. I don't okay. even know. Ooh. All right. We got anyway, anything else I, to say? I don't know. I want to make sure we've said all the spoilers. It's got, it's got a lot of problems. It's not perfect. I think it's still a fun movie. <clears throat> well, I mean, what Marvel movie is perfect? That's true. Iron what Man what two? I'll take your complaints and here's answers the thing. On the here's what I'm gonna say to you. <laughs> I think that people's complaints about this film, they're going to be comparing it to Iron Man two, where this film is a stepping stone for the universe, much like Iron Man two was a stepping stone. I don't agree but with I thi- that at all about but Iron that's, Man two. That's that. I mean, come on. That is what Iron Man two was, but I, I still love it as disagree its own film. Completely. How so? I need to see that movie again. I don't How so? It introduces movie. the whole Black Widow thing. It takes Tony into the Avengers further. Like it has it has Black Widow and Nick Fury there to bring into the wider universe. Right. Well, you could make the same argument made about Winter Soldier with Bucky. And no, the shield going down. But that's so many years in. This is Iron Man two. I, I so don't, here's my other thing. But they actually felt like parts of the story in a way that the Civil War stuff doesn't to me. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. To each his own. Yeah. Um, what is Captain going to use now that he doesn't have his shield anymore? No, he's going to get a new one from Black Panther because that's Wakanda's where yeah, Vibranium what, comes from. But, so but that's what make a shield. Yeah, I duh. I think he'll actually get a but, yeah. uh, Vibranium outfit and be super badass. Yeah, because uh, I don't think he's going to want to rep the American. No, he's not. That's what I. That's Ooh. what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I understand I, yeah. that he's going to have a different kind of shield. You think he's going to get an A on that shield? I think he's going to just straight up Avengers it. Yeah. They're still the Avengers. I don't know. Because I mean, he's done this before, where he, he he felt like he wasn't he could not represent the interests of America, mm-hmm. and he he didn't call he's, himself. He Captain has America to do what he's right. Yeah. He called himself I, the Wanderer, something like that. Yeah. I, the, the I also yeah, love like the callbacks to the first uh, Captain America movie mm-hmm. because pre Super Serum, he's getting beat up by a bunch of people in the alley, and they're like, "Oh, why you keep getting up?" And he's like, "I can do this all day." Yeah, and he uh, says that at the beginning yeah. and the end of the first Avengers movie, and he says it in Winter Soldier. Yeah. I just love that his catchphrase keeps coming through when he's yeah. like messed up. Yeah, love it. I would also maybe even consider the first Captain America a perfect Marvel movie. It's yeah, so that good. one is actually really. I rewatched it the other night. It was really fantastic. good. People hate on that movie all the time. I give don't understand a, give why. It a few more spins in the it's old so good. DVD drive because it's yeah. a great time. It's really good. I mean, there's one too many action montages, which is a product of the time. It was before we had it's these good. really cool choreograph. Yeah choreographed fight scenes that we ha- now have because of stuff like the raid. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but besides those one too many montages, it's, it's a fantastic film. Um, his, his name when he wasn't Captain America was Nomad. Nomad. Ooh. And he also, it says here that he went by the captain. That's but I like Nomad better. Yeah, I really Nomad's like Nomad. Nice. The man I without like, a nation, I believe, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I like that's, Nomad. That's some good, oh, that's some good that's stuff. That's a good yeah. superhero name. Sorry, I'm going real deep on Nomad right now. Uh, <clears throat> that's it? We're good? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think we got it. All right, we'll be back here for Doctor Strange time. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.